What's my pet peeve? Messy cat litter. Those furry little pads turn into cat litter super spreaders, leaving the already been used litter scattered across the floor for your bare feet to discover. The solution? World's best cat litter's new load tracking and dust control. It's quick clumping, made from corn so it doesn't stick to paws like clay, and specially formulated to stay where it belongs, in the box. Switch to World's Best Cat Litter for a happier, less littered home. Bet MGM is pitching baseball fans a chance to swing for the fences. Register using code CAPITAL200 and win $200 in free bets when you place a $10 money line wager on any Major League Baseball game and either team hits a home run, regardless of your bet's outcome. Enjoy baseball like never before with Bet MGM's daily promotions at your fingertips all season long. Sign up today and find out why nothing beats a win at the King of Sportsbooks. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Hi, foos. It's episode 241. Welcome back and thank you for joining us once again on another fantastic episode. It's actually pretty packed. So you're in for you're in for one. <laughs> we we don't like to call them good because then we jinx it. We just say it's one. Yeah. It's one. You're getting one, okay? Everyone, everyone gets one. Yep, one a week. Mm-hmm. One a week. But before we get into any of that, find a bunch of cool FUBAR show merch at FUBARshow.com. Find tons of new merch items like totes, travel mugs, magnets, baby onesies, and t-shirts, and tons of new colors and styles. Go to our merch page found at FUBARshow.com to check it all out. Next up, click on the link for SoCal Rock Band, The Fallen Electric, at the bottom of FUBARshow.com for music, tour dates, and merch. On Wednesday, August 11th, I will be playing at the City of Ontario Summer Concert Series with The Fallen Electric, opening up for Britain's Finest, a very cool Beatles tribute band, Foos. Oh. That starts at 7 p.m., so we'll see you all there. You just show up. That's all you do. You just show up, and you get to watch a show. It's pretty, it's pretty freaking cool. I feel like I got to show up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, Foos, also on Sunday, August 15th, we are also back at Brewery X in Anaheim <gasps> playing their outdoor stage. We've never done the outdoor stage, so that's going to be Pretty cool. And that starts at 4.30 p.m. We're going to do it for a three to four hour set. We haven't decided yet. Maybe somewhere in between. Uh, and lastly, one of the reasons we sound faded, Grass Store, everybody. <laughs> one of the best cannabis delivery services I've ever dealt with, bar none. They service L.A., Orange County, and parts of the Inland Empire. Go to foobarshow.com and click on our Grass Store banner. And first time users get 30% off of their purchase. Grass Store. Thank you. Oh, now, without uh, further foo-foos, uh, episode 241, here we go. From Filthy Martini Studios in Ontario, California, it's... I'm Josh. And Seth. Thank you all very much for listening to the Fubar Show. Thanks for hitting subscribe and remember to rate, review, and tell your friends like a champ. You can always get in touch with us and get our merch at foobarshow.com. That's F-O-O-Bar Show.com. 
and search After Below Bar Show on YouTube, Tumblr, Twitter, and Instagram. Check us out. Drop us a line, and we'll foo it up like a couple of foos. Ain't that right, foos? Yeah. <laughs> classy classy i always keep as it classy. always always well, keeping it classy San um, we have a lot of show today and it's not like we have guests because when, when does that ever happen <laughs> i mean it happened recently but we can't brag that it has happened you know like multiple times <laughs> but, but everyone gets one foo yeah we all get one. yeah, yeah. Um, Once in a while. but we have a lot to complain about uh so maybe a few things to uh, dwell about perhaps maybe even complain about yeah. What? We have something to complain Come about? <laughs> Always, man. Oh, okay. That makes and, sense. Uh, but on tap, you know, the, the usual stuff, geeking out, joint reports, sports music, and foo facts. But uh, I, um, I have a bone to pick with, not, not nobody in this room, but the foo. Ah, okay. Can we talk about the foo for a moment? Not only has he been an absentee from the foo bar show, a, a show that bears his name, no less. Oh, foo. The, the, the irony does not escape me. <laughs> I would hope not, Joshua. But, <laughs> but um, what the fuck with him all of a sudden uh, thinking that this bachelor party is uh, being put in the maybe column Foo, of, his, his, uh, of the, the spreadsheet? Foo's life is in the maybe column, Foo. Yeah, no kidding. There is no decisiveness. Since there. I've met mm-hmm. the guy, he, he, uh, he, he operates his life uh, 60 miles per hour at a time. What's oh. the fucking saying in that stupid ass movie? What was it from? Uh, oh, I live, I live life theory. Yeah, a quarter mile. At quarter a time. mile at a time. Well, we totally botched that. Yep, but it's all about family. <laughs> there you it's go. All about you, family. you brought it back. Josh. Look, I love the guy. Love him. Yeah. What? Love him to death. He's my family. He's cousin. That's actually news to me. Oh wow. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Food. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But this guy. I don't know about this guy. Yeah, well, he, we were supposed to have, uh, we currently have been planning the Foo's bachelor party taking place on the uh, the weekend of September 10th, right? Yes, the weekend following. And uh, we even put together this WhatsApp uh, chat with a bunch of guys. That, you know, if you're a part of this chat, you are officially invited to this bachelor party, which we are hoping would become a momentous event. But we've... Uh, We've had our finger on the pause button for quite some time, only because we're just waiting to see if he can, uh, we can round up a, a significant amount of people so that we can share this badass freaking uh, uh, Airbnb location that we checked out. Mm-hmm. A couple, actually. A couple options. Yeah. We're going to have nice events. Yep. Me, me, me and this fool here, we, we planned it. We planned it. Yeah. yeah th- things have been discussed and energy and calories have been burnt, everybody. You got to understand it's not an easy feat. To get Josh to do any kind of organizational thing. Oh, and well, the fe- yeah, they're not <laughs> that's true. I'm, yeah, dude, that's why I brought it up. Anyway, <laughs> um, no, but the foo has put a complete halt to anything because he even said that he, he after telling us that that weekend was going to be cool, all of a sudden it may not. What is he? Because you're the one who's talking to him right now. I haven't spoken a word to him. <laughs> Since we, uh, since and I helped he him move, never will. Uh, what, the, what the fuck? What the fuck with this guy? All right, now I'm supposed to be the best man. Uh, yeah. How ironic! <laughs> How ironic! Dude, that, this is your one job. I know. Is food. To You're plan this thing. You're fucking up. It's food. up to him. It's up to him. No, he doesn't have a choice. You, he's you, that meme. Okay. He's that meme of like when that guy uh, turns around and shoots the other guy, and then he blames everybody else. <laughs> what, what is it? I forget. Anyway. Yeah, Fu. Okay. Yeah, quite frustrating. He said we may postpone it uh, to post wedding, which again that is the most depressing event. 
doing a post-wedding bachelor party. Because it's like, dick, what send-off do we really have? I mean, at this point, we're just being bros. Yeah. It's right. just at a bros point. weekend. Yeah. You know? I mean... Guys night out. Guys night. Which, I mean, we've had plenty of. It's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. But yeah. still, yeah. You, you miss the, the bachelor... He's Essence. taken away the gravitas that is a bachelor party that's supposed to take place before the ceremony. Look, listen. Right? We're not asking him to take part in the lap dance. Hell, I'll, I'll, stay, I'll take that bullet for him. Yeah. I got that bullet. Yeah, that I was already that. taken care of, dude. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, I mean... Fool. Can't you morons do anything right? It's the guy. It's the guy. The fucking guy. The fucking guy. Uh-huh. He, does, he just doesn't know. You know what, Fu? And yes, we're shitting on you. I know you're listening, and you will be listening. But, he listens? Uh, he, oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, that he's seems a, to me. He's our number one fan. He's our number one fan. <laughs> <laughs> he's a host on this show. <laughs> and he's our number one fan. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All interactions are with the Foo. Yeah. They're not real fans. His name is on the title of the show. Oh, whoa, whoa. All right. Foo, Foo, you're, you're having a stroke. A stroke of genius. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Look, I'm telling you, he's doing this on purpose. Like, he Bruh. knew long ago. That he was gonna say no. Oh, oh, well, Fu, what if this is like the biggest mind fuck for you because he purposely chose you to be the best man yeah. and to not give you the opportunity to have a bachelor party? Cunt. Yeah, what a douche. <laughs> what a fucking douche. And Fu to top it off. Taking the balls away from this whole thing. Oh. Neutering it. You're neutering, neutering it neutering. by doing it after the ceremony. It's just a bros' night out. Like, let's just have a barbecue. At you know, or just let's go to Fogo to Chow. I'm down for that. Damn, now that'd be that, way damn. cheaper too. Now, I'm coming. Now he's, he's you're yeah. coming. Now? <laughs> just you have to wear a mustache. That's, That's fine. Only precondition. Yeah. I'll get you a comb. Yeah. <laughs> just tape this under your. Should I wear a three piece suit so I can blend in? <laughs> there you go. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> when the rest of us are just wearing t shirts or zoot, something. No, I want a zoot suit. A zoot suit. Okay, yes. it'll be a little bit big, but I think I can That's, make it work. That's fine. Yeah. 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 I'll let you yeah. borrow my pocket watch. Okay. <laughs> Feather in your cap too. Yeah. Oh, okay, then. No, no, that's drawing the line. Oh, I'm, wow. I'm going to draw the line right She's there. It's going to show up like the mask. <laughs> <laughs> Smoking. <laughs> All the green makeup and everything. Don't fuck that. I'll, just, I'll buy the real mask. Just uh, full on face. Okay. Fucking terrifying. Oh, man. It faded off my ass. What's going on? Yeah, no kidding. Show you the real god of mischief. No. <laughs> 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 Be in the corner in the fetal position, rocking back and forth. Good God. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, the Foo has completely neutered the opportunity for us to have fun. Thanks, Foo. Yeah, thanks a lot. And then uh, another thing I wanted to complain about was his uh, his mishandling <laughs> of uh, last week's moving <laughs> proceedings. Uh, we were supposed to help him move, and we did. We did. We did. But it didn't have to last, how long, like eight hours? Was it an entire like eight hour shift, would you say? Oh, foo, I was there till the next morning. Oh. <laughs> it could have been, at least my presence there could have been cut in half. Um, and, and the other half could have been just bullshitting and maybe getting something to eat. Which we did. We did. But there was way more bullshitting like throughout. It was sprinkled about rather than let's fucking get to work. And then no. Well, well, foo. But there was see, a reason for it. There was. Yeah. Because, you know, you think... That when people plan to move, mm-hmm. you, you pre-pack. You yeah. have the boxes packed. You, yeah. you know, that way it's just the big furniture you got to move and take the boxes as you go. Yeah. The food decided, fuck all that. I'm only going to have three boxes packed and all of my shit will be all over the floor. But yeah, yeah. Let's, uh, let's talk about that. So who the fuck 
just takes everything out of the drawer and then leaves it sprawled out like all throughout the house. The house, Josh. The only place, and I can understand it because it's the foo's place that wasn't obstructed by something, was the front, the immediate front area of the toilet. Well, foo, you see. It looked like the house blew up. That that is his office, foo. That it is looks his... like somebody just went in there and rummaged around trying to find information because we know he killed her. He... We know he killed her and the body is buried somewhere and there's evidence of this somewhere in this house. That's exactly what the scene looked like <laughs> upon my arrival. So Steph, like... I'm trying to paint a picture. Am I not illustrating it Ooh, correctly? Those weeds did not grow that fast <laughs> so somebody, know, without reason in right. the backyard. Somebody just opened up his drawer, emptied out the contents and started sifting through each pair of underwear and just like fucking yep. threw it everywhere. Yep, yep, yeah. It was the... What? let's Okay, the more appropriate Why? and dictionary approved... Word for this is ransacked. This place <laughs> was ransacked. And, and you know, I'm over here like I'm, I'm thinking and I don't know why. Because I, I know the foo and I don't know why I'm walking into a situation thinking, oh, you know, maybe him and Jackie actually put these things in boxes as to not obstruct us while we try to get out a large refrigerator, <laughs> a large refrigerator and a what? A washer or a dryer? A dryer. A dryer. Because... Uh, God forbid he owns a what the fuck is no, there wait, with a, he has a washer not a dryer not a, okay I, yeah right, well, the dryer is on a back order that's but on, the, oh it's on yeah, back it's order on, uh, it's on back okay and what else so there's uh, a, a few TVs oh this table that is so precious is this antique that, table <laughs> this antique table from Thailand right. that is you know very precious right. I had to wrap it in so much goddamn su yeah. <laughs> saran wrap. And but and but we shouldn't touch it improperly. Uh, there was a lot of rules and guidelines as to how to handle this fucking old ass table that was way too heavy for its own good. That anyway ha has a glass top that yeah, a glass top you know, is removable. Oh, a glass top. Yeah. Glass that's top. Oh, it's not. It's an. I'm not. All right, I'm, I'm gonna give it to him. It's a. It's a nice table. Very nice. Very nice. Nice flower. But he was acting as if there was gonna be an issue. He would have a qualm with me even looking at it. I'm foo. He was going to die. Yeah. If you know he what? Had even yeah. let put a fingerprint yeah. on it was table. one of the worst brady bunch episodes i've ever seen <laughs> wait Remember a child wait a child proof the house yeah well yeah. That, they're going to the new house so they mm. have plenty of time to uh -huh. child proof. whether they will that is uh, debatable but i mean the kid's not mobile yet so they're fine they're fine well, it's gonna come quick well, the kid's only a couple months old yeah exactly they got another Just few wait. months just wait. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> the lemon cello is playing a harmony down Gross. there, foo. <laughs> Fuck. All right. Well, that that stopped my train of thought. Um, no. Well, well you foo, your hatred for the foo never stops. So, I mean, no. come on. I don't even, and you know, and uh, this is what I don't understand. Why don't I hate him? I don't know, foo. You're a, you're a glutton for punishment. Must I think be. that's what it is. Must That's be. exactly what it is, Foo. Fucking asshole. <laughs> fucking asshole. The both of them. The both of them. She's an accessory to his, to his fucking bullshittery. It's, it's, uh, you know, it, instead of... He should have his own brand of cachuterie board. It's called a bullshittery board. And it's just... <laughs> It's just shaped of a bull. And the ass is where all the cheese goes. Right. Ooh. Yeah, the bullshittery board. Uh, no, it should just be like his daily agenda. Um, anyway, so... Fuck you, foo. And uh, get your shit together. Get your shit together. I don't care what you do to it. You know, get it all together. Put it all in one place. <laughs> Take it to the shit store. I don't care what you do to it. 
Get your shit together. Didn't you almost roll the, not the fridge, something off the side of the ramp into the house? Yeah, big old cabinet set. (laughs) Yeah. He, all right, so like I got it, right? I'm rolling it down. I'm rolling it down the U-Haul truck. And uh, I don't know why he thinks it's falling. And it, and it, it, was, it, was, it wasn't falling. It was just turning a little bit. And he freaked the fuck out. And he, and he grabbed it from his, side, from his side, causing it to lean further. <laughs> like actually begin to lean where it was not leaning before. And then it almost fell off the track. It almost, uh, it almost killed him. It could have killed him. <laughs> Probably broken something. Fun times, Foos. Fun oh, times. and then I uh, I ruined my Foo Fighters shirt. Oh, yeah. He, <laughs> he comes was... home. My shirt's ripped. He's yeah. besides himself. Then to, after that, after that, no, his neck was... was ruined. No. All right. I saw it in his face. <laughs> ruined. He didn't want to say it. He mm-hmm. wanted to be a trooper, but he was dead inside. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, he was. He died. I kill, I'll kill him. <laughs> Foo just poisoned his child's mind. That's the best comeback you could ever. What? Just by telling her the truth? Yeah. Yeah. That's how it's done nowadays. Climate change is real. Oh! And you're going to have to fix it you're yourself. You're going to have to deal with it, kid. You ever hear of inflation? <laughs> <laughs> you hear about the national debt crisis? Ah! <laughs> what about social security? Jesus Christ. Oh, man. Kid's going to have a heart attack yep. before she's three. Yeah. Buy the Ritalin now and stock up. She, the anxiety and... Feed it to her every day. Yeah. Her no. Just read her the Wall Street Journal every day tonight. To sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I hate so much about the things that you choose to be. Anyway, uh, one, one, one last thing before we get into geeking out that I wanted uh, to just mention... Is that one of uh, one of the most underrated comedy troupe founders of the whitest kids you know, Mr. Trevor Moore, passed away at age 41, and uh, the details are pretty hazy since I just really read that in the news this morning as we record this Sunday, August 8th. But if you guys have not checked out the whitest kids you know, my God, one of the funniest and um. Because, you know, we subconsciously, Steph and I reference it to each other with whenever we go uh, whore about <laughs> something. You know, like throughout the last 20 years, this has been in the zeitgeist and, and it was more popular back then. But it was very much a homemade kind of uh, sketch comedy uh, presentation that eventually uh, Comedy Central picked up. And still, for some reason, didn't budget it enough so that it can actually have some decent quality. It still looked like it was somebody's home camera That's the recording. Charm but yeah. yeah, you're right. That is the charm of this show, that it's very much like homemade. And But the skits are like top notch. Like it, they rival a lot of like Chappelle and uh, Key and Peele skits that, uh, that have appeared throughout the years. Fucking funny stuff. Um, apparently, he's done things recently josh you mentioned he was in that movie miss march mm-hmm. uh which i think was his really his only movie and then so. um he was mostly in television he did like the jay leno guy on the street okay uh, mm-hmm. for a while on the tonight show it's so like jaywalking he would do the jaywalking yeah he had then, his, his own show yes mm-hmm. last year during quarantine yeah the trevor yeah. moore show mm-hmm. but the the whitest kids you know uh, it, it was it was pretty much him a lot of the time uh, where he is, you know, the straight man or 
the guy causing the chaos or even a little bit of both in the same fucking skit guy was uh he was really 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 freaking good and um even though you know i don't watch or consume a lot of this his content that he put out throughout the years that alone uh puts him up on top with like comedic brains for me so he will be missed i wonder what the circumstances were of his death but my god one of the funniest shows on the face of the earth if you guys enjoy comedy that and if you haven't checked it out it's all on youtube you just simply type in the whitest kids you know if you already subscribe to a lot of good comedy like he and peel and and Chappelle show and a lot of clips that you see on youtube the algorithm will already give it to you likely as it did to us it was already in there yeah mm-hmm. uh so that we can start watching it from the start so i'm sure it's trending like a motherfucker right now on youtube so everybody go check that out if you're not familiar with trevor moore's work on the whitest kids you know uh came out in the early 2000s right something like that uh mid to mid to late 2000s oh, okay 2011 yeah. i think no uh yeah i think so yeah yeah 2000 i don't that know about, about that uh, maybe uh, a little bit i think we were in college we were it, it, yeah yeah, yeah, we were when it came out. So it must have been like 2006 or something like that. Ish. Yes. MySpace was still a thing. For sure. Fact 2000, 2007, March 20th. Ah, oh, okay. There you go. Close enough. All right. Well, didn't want to get anybody down. Way to, way to bring us all down. How about, uh, how about fuck you, foo? How about that? Okay. All right. Let's, let's go into geeking out. We'll be right back. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to one day early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Geeking Out is brought to us by Farce Sighted, the first glasses of its kind to see people's bullshit. <laughs> Where can I get a pair of those? <laughs> Aren't you wearing them? <laughs> anyway, uh, one of the things that we wanted to highlight and the reason this show is a little packed and it, we, we uh, alert the affiliates, we may go over the two hour mark as we have been for the last fucking year and a half. Uh, Steph, you yeah. recently had an experience at Animaga here in Ontario. Was it the convention center? That's right. That's where it took place. And you um, you were fairly excited to get in. Unfortunately, their marketing department didn't get in touch with our marketing department and uh, and set up, you know, press passes and, and, and the things of the like, you know, to get us in there so that we can uh, provide coverage to the Animanga that was happening here, which is very close. Right. It was down the street. Yeah, right? it's just down. It's down the street from us. It's yeah. fucking Ontario. Right. You know. That's where I got my shots. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. So that that was like the biggest or the first red flag mm-hmm. because the event took place last weekend of July, yeah. July thirtieth through August first. Mm-hmm. I had requested press passes back in May. Nobody and got then, back. Nobody to got you. back to me. They said, "Oh, we'll we'll send this over to our uh, our marketing department." Didn't hear back. Then I messaged him on IG. Oh, hey, have, uh, what's the deal with the press passes? You know, can I get an update? And nothing. Oh, we'll forward it. 
Nothing. So I'm just like, oh, well, fucking beat it, kid. I really, I really want to, I really want to go to this. Get out of here, kid. You bother me. So I shelled out the money for a day to get a ticket to get a pass for Saturday. <laughs> you had to shell out some money. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah, you're not exactly rich uncle penny bags over here. <laughs> no, you think this? <laughs> Please donate. Uh huh. Anyway, well. I'm just like, okay, let me let me get some content for this fucking podcast. This is a great opportunity. It's right down the street. Let me go. So right. I get there and I, I went with a couple of friends. Uh one of them has a disability. Mm-hmm. So first of all <laughs> got in there fast? No. Oh. Not at first. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I've been to Anamango beforehand. 2019, it was at the Fairplex. So it was a nice nice wide open oh, space. Open space, yeah parking like everywhere mm-hmm. so i went like at f- comparing it to the first time i went and this time the first time i went i just i showed up in the middle of the day got right in this time it took us almost an hour to find parking handicap parking Jeez. it because nobody knew where to go there were just, there was just like one guy like navigating everybody to like one or two parking lots, which were filling up fast. And there were only a couple handicapped parking spots. And those were already designated handicapped ones. They didn't make more handicapped spots for this event. They only had like the five available, right? And it's like Whoa. first come, first serve, right? Totally disproportional to what might actually show up. Yeah. The amount of handicapped people. Just getting... In the line to get in the parking took a long time. Mm-hmm. And so, so we get there and we're like, okay, you know, this shouldn't take that long. Like, I'm still optimistic at this point. <laughs> this shouldn't take that long. Oh, we'll just wait in line for maybe like 30 minutes. We'll get our passes. Oh, and Cable's out. Yeah. Oh. And, and then... And then uh, we're out of here. So we get out of the parking lot across the street and it's like, oh my God, this is a long ass line. Like, oh, did they open yet? It's like, what time is it? It's, it's 11 o'clock. They should be open. Yeah. They open at 9 o'clock. And... There's no volunteers. There's no staff outside. Nobody's directing us where to go. So we kind of have to ask around like, hey, where's the end of this line? Right. And it's like three or four like zigzags deep around the building. Yeah. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, is there even like uh, ADA, you know, accessibility? No, no disability entrance. Like, what the fuck? We're going to get a stand in this line. And I was like, okay, well, you know, it might go by fast, right? Still optimistic. And it's like, it's getting hotter. It's like 80 degrees and we're waiting and it's just getting hotter and hotter and people are getting upset. And we're in line for like an hour. An hour? We're in line. You just spent an hour parking. Yeah. And then we're in line for an hour. There's no cooling stations. It's almost 90 degrees at that point. Like people are passing out. Literally, like they're literally passing out because they're they're it's a convention. So you have people that are either scantily clad or they're in their full like trench coat garb, you know, whatever character they're dressing up as. Mm-hmm. Either way, you're going to have heat and sun exposure. And, 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 you know, just like any other con, they're expecting to already be inside by now. Yeah. Not, not to be out in the sun. This is why it's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. And then and, you know, all three of us have been to conventions before. Yeah. And there's water stations outside. There's people selling uh-huh. uh, food and drinks. Yeah. And, you know, people are offering fans and umbrellas and things like that. 
There was none of that. And nope. it was terrible waiting in line. And so finally, uh, one of my friend was just like, you know, I got to pull my disability card. I got to get in here. Like yeah. I'm going to, I'm about to pass out. Mm-hmm. And so she, I wait in line while she goes and checks with the security, which is just like, it's really some kid. It's one guy uh-huh. that's kind of at the door on the outside right before you get in. And she's just like, I need to get in. I can show you my disability papers. Like you need to let me in right now. Yeah. This is like ridiculous. I, I paid for this event. I'm not about to pass out and yeah. ruin this whole day. And so like he lets us in. Uh, and there's the, the biggest issue was like the security, the wand area, you uh, know, okay. is metal that what detector. was holding everything up? It was just so many people and there was only three of them. There were, yeah, you know how you check your backpacks. Everybody's right. been through that shit. And we're in line, and it's it's a completely different environment in there. It's like nice and cool. It's like, oh, fucking finally. And then there was a kid that just threw up because, <laughs> because the heat got to the kid. And she, and then there was no that like boy, medical bro. personnel around. I didn't see like one EMT like trying to pick these people off the floor. They kind of just got pushed to the side and sat on the ground. Dang. So it was just like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. And it was already supposed to be capped at, I think, 5,000 people per day. Mm-hmm. But that is for both levels of the convention center. There was no access to the second floor. Oh. It, everything was packed into... Oh, shit. Everything was 10,000 people there? No. Oh. No, no, no. 5,000 5, 5, people per day. So imagine like 5,000 people yeah, yeah. just packed onto the first floor. There's a big open area. You know, uh, think about like warehouse size type. There's booths everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they had a big arcade section. So plenty of things to do, right? Yeah. And then the artist alley was on another side. Mm-hmm. And those tables were packed so close together. The aisles, you could not even fit through. Dang. It was like one person, oh, like shit. body width apart. Because they just crammed everything what? in there. Oh. One person's width? Pretty much. Like from, from my left side to my right side. It's pr- probably like two people, like full body length. If they were shoulder to shoulder? If you were shoulder to shoulder. And that's like sardine can right yeah. there. Well, yeah, you got one going either way, right? Yeah. You're crossing yeah. by. Yeah. yeah. And Jesus. then you you have to think about it. these people are still in costume. So you got to move oh. around the costumes. Oh, and I'm just like dang. moving yeah, around. Yeah, so way somebody's in there. like fucking yeah. the robot from Robocop. Can't even walk through. Yeah. It, no, there was a Gundam <laughs> walking around. And that, oh. that Gundam had to be like chaperoned because like you're talking it's about huge. like three, four feet in width. Takes up the whole yeah, aisle. Yeah. What the Dude, fuck? Dude, that causes so much traffic. You gotta shut down an and, entire lane. And we still haven't hinted at the fact that, you know, if we're trying to be aware of what's happening, we are still in a pandemic. Right. Oh, oh, food. you know. So that That's was besides the point. That yeah. was that was another thing. Um, that I kind of wanted to check out as far as um, reporting on like the health aspect. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, there was a post online that said, oh, we're going to cap it at 5,000. It's going to be a mask mandated requirement. You know, everybody should be wearing their mask. And for the most part, everybody was, mm-hmm. except for the staff. 
What oh, the fuck? Oh, oh, oh. Nobody was wearing a mask. Well, yeah. how do you, how else are you going to know who they are? <laughs> <laughs> they weren't wearing uniforms. They were wearing uniforms. Okay. They were obviously the the that was convention part of the uniform food. Uh, no okay, mask. No mask. The Got convention it. center staff mm-hmm. where they were not wearing masks. They had the convention center uniform and everything like that. And the attendees for the most part everybody was wearing masks because he was either part of the costume or you know we knew what we were getting into yeah. like i've really kakashi sensei's there yeah oh, okay. yeah sense. yeah everybody dressed up as fucking tanjiro too so yeah. a lot of sub-zeros not really uh. oh there was a female one and a female raiden all oh, right nice nice okay there's a lot of you know other anime characters that i have no idea what the hell they all start blending in yeah also For there's me. like there's a copious amount of like anime shows that you just can't keep up there's with. a lot of animation there's a lot of animation yeah. shows. yeah it's too many so anyway i didn't realize that i wasn't the only one that complained about this ig was just all over a lot it. of influencers were upset that and, went oh yeah a lot of cosplayers influencers were upset i was upset so i actually found out who the coordinator was mm-hmm. the uh director mm-hmm. his name is dennis gonzalez and he's the one that produces animanga every year mm-hmm. coordinates everything and i tagged him on the animanga ig and i'm just like are you listening to the responses everybody's complaining oh by the way they ran out of food for the convention Dick. So whatever they had was all they had, and it was already overpriced because you're you're talking about like twenty dollars for a personal size pizza, yeah, or whatever, yeah. like six dollar bottle of water. But if it's all you water, got, yeah. then people are gonna buy it. Yeah, because there's no there's essentially no ins and outs at this point. Like you yeah. can't leave, get food, and then come back. Yeah, like, you got to grab your ankles. Yeah, yeah. It's like nine dollars for a water, bottle of water. It was like Probably. yeah, it was like six. Like I bought a bottle of water because that I six I was thirsty. Bucks? Six bucks Ooh, for you're a fucking bottle of water. A, a cool bill just on the amenities, not wow. even on the actual merch. Itself. Yeah, long ass line for food. There was like one, maybe two spots for food. One of them was really just snacks. It's just like chips and water. Mm-hmm. The other one had like the sandwiches and pizza and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. So it was like Fire Festival 3.0 for you guys? Essentially. <laughs> it was it was Fire Fest the Fire Festival of Cons. Yeah. Firecon. Oh, yeah. and <laughs> Firecon. <laughs> so I so so I tagged That's Mr. actually pretty good. I I, I tagged Mr. Dennis Gonzalez. Uh-huh. By Dennis the way, Dimitz. you you need to, you know, respond to all the people that are complaining about. Like if you he he's some self-proclaimed marketing guru. And if you take a look at his website, he has a po- he has a couple podcasts. The douchiest right? podcasts, and so they are so douchey. One okay. <laughs> By the way, his website's so outdated. It's from February. These podcasts that are on his website, yeah, and they're like two, they're two or three minutes long. It's it's almost like they're thoughts, right? And one of them is called overpromising and underdelivering. <laughs> oh. So he knows very much, uh, very. Yeah. Very what what well does he have that, to huh? say about so that? So he's just like never overpromise and underdeliver. You know that's gonna upset the customer or whatever he says right, on right. you know this two minute blurb. And mm. I'm just thinking, why would you say something like that? Post it, and then turn around and do the opposite. It's like a it's like a five minute podcast of a recently broken up with chick's Instagram story feed. It's just a bunch of like quotes <laughs> and. <laughs> And isms and, and all this basic shit. 
White <laughs> woman's Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. God. Oh a, my God. What a douche. Call yeah. yourself a management guru and a business yeah. marketing guru and everything like that. Oh. But he, he blocked you, right? So that, <laughs> oh yeah. So I posted that. Yeah, and you're I, burying the lead here. I think, I want to say it was maybe within eight or nine hours, I was blocked. Nice. On my, from my personal yeah. account. But we came to find out a day or so later that you weren't the only one that was blocked. And oh, a lot yeah. of people were in fear that, and even though they did speak out, that they were going to get blocked by an Amaga. And you got a response from uh, an Instagram, uh, somebody on Instagram who went, which I believe was a cosplayer. Yeah. And uh, she had posted something about it. And then she replied to you saying that she didn't know if she was going to get blocked because that's why she hadn't replied to you yet. <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly that. And yeah. so um, her name is Clicker Girl mm -hmm. on Instagram. And I want to thank her, by the way, for responding to me. And she said that I can read her post. Yeah. So um, what, does her, what does her post say about the, the day in question here? So Animanga 2021, a.k.a. the worst convention I've ever been to. Four plus hour lines in the July heat. Very little staff. Completely oversold badges, despite claiming a 50% attendance cap on their website. Squishing artists, alley tables, and exhibitors so close together, there's barely any room to walk. Not enforcing masks. Poorly run cosplay contests. Uh, and then she goes on to say, I mean... Did you see any of those contests? No. By the way? Oh, okay. No. I'm because, oh, by the way, all of the stage events mm -hmm. were scheduled for like 3 o'clock, 3.30 plus. Okay. Nobody was able to get in. Nobody was able to get in. How are you even going to do the cosplay contest if you can't get in? People aren't there. No. I mean, yeah. there was a great DJ there trying to, you know, hype everybody up. Yeah. But there's only so much that he can do. If so, you, yeah. So do you think this... All right. Was it this douchebag's fault or the Ontario Convention Center's fault? No, I don't think the Ontario Convention Center... I don't, I don't know that they were at fault. Mm-hmm. If they're at fault, they're probably at fault for not enforcing the health guidelines. Okay. As far as capacity cap. <clears throat> I guess I guess I'm asking who is actually liable for for putting people in this predicament. Well, according to some, I've been right now. I'm looking at the hashtag Animanga 2021, <laughs> and boy, so it's a thing, huh? Howdy, there are <laughs> there are a lot of complaints on here. Um, this wow. is from one of the, I guess the people that ran their booth. Um, they said, Anima this is from uh, at Wogglebug on Twitter. Uh, Animango was fun, and I did really well. However, this con had the worst staff and organization of any con I've ever been to. Yes, even worse than Califer. Never selling at this con again. Hashtag Animango 2021. Jeez. Yes. Uh, and then there is another one here. Uh, someone actively... Telling someone not to go to the to Animanga. This is at Hades V uh, on July thirty first. Anim hashtag Animanga twenty twenty one. Please do not don't go to Animanga. They have no water fountain access. It's blocked off. The water bottles, Sony water bottle was six dollars and fifty cents. Mm -hmm. Wow. And water cups not included. The water, not including the water, Holy were a dollar twenty seven. Just for a cup. Just what for a fuck? fucking empty cup, bro. I don't even got to go to a party what? and pay $1.27 for a fucking Dixie cup. You know what? Now that I think Bruh. about it, I did see 
the water fountains covered with like a black drape. What the fuck? I didn't think of anything at first. I thought it was just, you know, just an area to take pictures in front of. But now that I think about it, now that you said that, yeah, yeah. they were blocked off. Fucking, they, they well, on probably didn't want anyone to drink pub in public, which maybe, okay. Yeah, I get it. Like We're in the pandemic right now. I get it. COVID and such, but if you're going to steal the fucking water cups, yeah. give access to some water. At least, you know, con- uh, uh, concerts or outdoor festivals have our, you know, they know better to not gouge you on water. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Uh, it's like maybe two bucks at a at a festival, yeah. but everything else is like. But I mean, it's price. a decent sized water yeah. you're looking at. It's like one of those sixteen to twenty mm-hmm. ounce waters. So it's like, yeah. cool. You're getting your money's worth for that. Not this. Probably they're probably handing out what these little Aquafina water bottles. It's a it's the a, little ones. <laughs> <laughs> the tiny ones. The tiny little ones. No, it's a, it's a twelve ounce bottle of Dasani, or whatever. For it is. Yeah. six bucks. For six bucks, I can get yeah, like one a, out of a vending machine for a dollar. Yeah. Bullshit. No bullshit i tell you um so i asked another cosplayer uh his handle is polaris the cowboy by the way thank you again for responding to me um asked him how was the experience in line if he had any issues with the heat oh and i also wanted to touch on like the premium passes um wait there were premium passes there were were premium passes so which i'll get to in a bit oh god um and then i asked him uh what it oh his overall thoughts and, you know, aside from all this negative comments was, you know, whether there's an opportunity to enjoy yourself. Uh-huh. Uh, so let me read what he said. The first day I spent an hour and a half in line. I was able to get past the time uh, by talking to some other con goers. It was very hot. So I had to go. I had to go. With it. English, motherfucker. Do you speak it? We all know Steph that I not. cannot read properly. It was very hot. So I had to go everything and just to stay cool in my Kakashi cosplay. Which, by the way, he has some good pictures on here. I so it's pretty cool. It. I fucking called it. <laughs> <laughs> I spent time finding shade and drinking lots of ice water using my portable fan. During my time in line, someone threw up due, threw up due to heat stroke. So imagine just waiting in line and you just see like somebody just like actively vomiting. It's like, where's the medical personnel? Like I said before, yeah. like, what the fuck? I'm surprised it didn't cause a chain reaction of vomiting. Which... Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some, it's like I mean, it's like yawning. You know? Yeah. It catches on pretty quickly. Oh, yeah, is... oh. It almost happened to me when I was a kid. <laughs> and I was like, I think I was waiting in the line for the teacups at Disneyland. Oh, and some kid threw man. up just after getting out of the teacup. And that caused like Ooh. a lot of other kids to throw up because they uh. they saw it and smelled it. Like the scene from the Sandlot. Yeah. Tequila. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No thanks. So he goes on to say, the second day was even worse. I would have had to wait three hours in line just to get into the con. Meanwhile, like think about it. He already had his pass from the day before. Yeah. So everybody, pass or no pass, was in the same line. There was no okay, pass goers, if you have your pass or, you know. Yeah, you get or if you need, or, or you need to go to will call, there's no separate line. Everybody was in the same line. So what the fuck is the point for the premium? Right? Yeah, wow. what are the, what, what extra shit are you supposed to get with premium? Do you know? Um, I'll look it up. Yeah, right. look it up. I'm not sure about that. Uh, but he found his friend, so he was able to jump in line with them. And he only had to wait 45 minutes. Um, uh, Polaris didn't actually buy a premium badge. Um, he just bought the regular weekend one, so he didn't receive any perks. Uh, otherwise, he thought the con was poorly organized, dysfunctional, and overly crowded. It lacked good security and had terrible management. 
Do you believe any of that shit? Uh, it was, he goes on to say it was very unsafe for COVID and the con claimed mask would be mandatory and a, a lot of people weren't wearing any. Uh, despite all that, oh, sorry, I skipped a line. Uh, 15 plus people also passed out from heat stroke that he noticed and EMTs were called. Uh, despite all of that, he did manage to have fun. Uh, everybody loved his cosplay. Like I said, pretty cool cosplay. Um, and he was able to see some of his friends and, you know, enjoy a little bit of the con, despite all of those issues. Don't you wish everyone had some goddamn tiggered? <laughs> it's a goddamn shame, son. For real, dude. And I, uh, I found the price for the oh, here we weekend go. premium. Oh, here uh, we go. This ought to be badge. good. So, at a Low, 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 low price, sir, of $145. What the fuck? The hell did I think that crap? For those attending that want to make Animanga 2021 a memorable experience <laughs> with special perks, this badge... Oh, well, you get perks, this, this badge package includes all of the standard badge benefits, plus the following. A collector's edition 2021 premium t-shirt. Oh, a t-shirt. Everybody wants a t-shirt. Not available for sale. Not premium attendees. Exclusive. Collector's edition 2021 badge and lanyard. Free shipping foos. Plus Mm -hmm. free shipping. Oh, wow. A collector's edition 2021 swag bag. Gotta have that swag foos. What? Okay. What what's in the bag? Do oh, nothing. Food. It's, it's for your. It's, it's for your oh, bag. Oh, the bag. The bag it's, is the gift. Food. They list it. They have the balls to list it as number three. Yes, food. Okay. Yes. It's a tote bag. It's a tote bag for your swag. Which, by the way, everybody got because I got one of those. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Um, access to the premium lounge throughout the convention. Which was there such a lounge? The, okay. The only lounge that I saw were the tables in between the big stadium, uh, like warehouse center and the artist alley. That was it. Just tables. And was and there much room? There's like three tables. And, only, <laughs> and you know, chairs were what like obsolete at this point. Fuck. You're just like standing around tables. People uh, were on the floor. You're going to love this next one then. <laughs> Early access what? to stage performances, panels and special events. Priority seating. <laughs> may be limited in 2021 due to COVID. Uh, early access to discounted hotel booking block, um, separate premium customer service booth, and entrance to the <laughs> convention. Wow. <laughs> what a joke. Premium autograph line with priority access to the guests. Uh, as you said, there was no such line. No. And 15% off at Animanga wow. merch booths. Um, if you have already purchased your ba- your your badge, your standard badge, and you have the yeah, option to sucker. upgrade in <laughs> thirty days, Foos. Foos, she had thirty days to upgrade to the one forty five. Bro, you guys are victims of victims, Foos. Do you want some fucking integrity? <laughs> it would have been nice if there was just a little bit of integrity. And the next down, the next part down <laughs> was the the weekend attendee badge at fifty dollars, and then I believe Steph, you got the Saturday badge, right? Yeah. And let's see what the Saturday badge. Saturday badge consisted of twenty five dollars. Yeah, it was twenty five bucks, just straight up, no you know, tax included. You got one Saturday badge with access to Maid Cafe, Etasha Cars, cosplay contests, retro arcades, free to play. And artist alley and exhibitors, which 
by the way, you don't need access to any of like special access to any of that. Okay, the cars are in the parking lot. You walk by them. We were in line no, standing Steph, next to the cars. Only precious premium eyes can view those. Yes, ones. Steph. Oh my God. You stole from Animanga. You owe them money. Oh, oh. You pay. Okay. You pay them. Yeah. You pay yeah. them now. I already paid them. Repugnant. <laughs> I paid them. Well, I didn't get my press pass like I wanted to. Wait, so, and then there's also a family four-pack weekend for 150 bucks. Why didn't fucking people just pretend to be a family and pay, you know, 150 bucks for four? Knowing that now, that could have entirely been possible. Oh, well, this place just, you guys got suckered. Yeah. yeah. Suck it. Fucking no food, no water. Oh, fucking fire fest. Just missing those uh, white bungalows and boom. Yeah, no kidding. Fest, man. Those fucking FEMA tents. <laughs> I, <laughs> where are we supposed to go? <laughs> Boat doesn't suckers. leave for another three days. Um, but you, you just you mentioned that you went to one in 2019, and that one being at the Fairplex was a lot better managed. Uh, I mean, obviously, it's likely a night and day situation, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was. There was way more space. There was plenty of seating. Uh, you know, it wasn't as hot back then. Because, you know, there was less of a, a change in the climate. Global it, warming's yep. a real thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's uh, real. <laughs> yeah. And there was still the same. I, I feel like there were more people there, too. But the Fairplex is a completely different venue than the Ontario Convention Center. It's it just, is. it's already it like three times as big. Mm-hmm. So, of course, you're going to have more space and, mm-hmm. you know, more parking there. Right. Um, I did find some time to enjoy myself at Animega, despite all of the fucking shit that we went through trying to get in uh there was a train simulator which was pretty fun <laughs> i uh, kid you not it's Fucking like a reverend lovejoy over here <laughs> <laughs> i gotta drive a train nice. to simulate it that's dope yeah i have some audio for that um uh, and the kids were fun i got oh there were ddr machines there and i caught this guy just like ripping it to shreds like the just guy like from, uh, perfect right his feet were barely li- lifting off the floor he just da, 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 da. and this guy was just flawless almost every single time holding on to the bar in the back dang that's how serious it was getting what song was it and every time i touch do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> i have no idea what song it was. that one's dope <laughs> that's like quintessential yeah. 2000s techno right there yeah just <sighs> DDR. but <laughs> But the stage, it was a Don't. very, it was a very <laughs> small setup. It's like they had roped everything off. It was like black curtains on the sides and the the back, you know, covering up the stage as if it was going to be a separate area. And the first come or the the uh, premium pass holders did not get any priority seating because it just there was nobody manning the door. It was just like okay, first come first serve. And it, like I said before, the events didn't start until like 3, 3.30 for all the voice acting panels or the cosplay. Yeah. So if you got there early to try to get a seat or, you know, you just wanted to sit there mm-hmm. and wait, you would have to wait for hours. Jeez. And just miss the entire con. Yeah. Yeah. Whack. <sighs> Whack attack. I will not be going to another one of these. It's definitely a no for me, dog. <laughs> damn, damn, yo. Damn, Randy, Randy says no. <laughs> it's got to go. Okay. 
Oh, jeez. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> All right, Save well, it, cut it, go to commercial. Anyway. <laughs> Long story short. <laughs> Don't go to Animanga. Don't go to it. And uh, yeah, apparently they are trying to block people or report their uh, IG pages mm -hmm. for speaking out against this. Yeah. It's freedom speech, yo. <laughs> and I, so, I, I can yeah. see how there's going to be like a lot of criticism. Like, oh, are you going to this convention if there's like, you know, cases on the rise and stuff like that? And it's like, well, I... I'm going to die anyway, so it's fine. I'm not speaking for everybody. I can only speak for myself. I'm fully vaccinated. I wear my mask the entire time. Yeah. But, you know, honestly, there's just no way to social distance yourself from sar sardine can, yeah. you know, experience. Yeah. That's just what it is. You didn't, I mean, well, considering how the website would say that it's mandatory, that you would think that they have some kind of uh, conscious efforts in place to separate people and not pack everybody in the way they did. Yeah, yeah. have staff, at yeah. least enough staff to monitor everyone and say, hey, yeah. yo. Put that chin diaper back over your nose. Yep, yep. <laughs> I mean, come on. We all need that back principle. Back in Brooklyn, we got a saying, <laughs> we're walking here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, wow, Steph. That sounds like a terrible, uh, terrible experience. Thank you for going. Uh, yeah, yeah, thanks for going for us. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah you you know, did, I felt I bad for not pod. getting a ticket. I felt bad at first, and then as soon as you explained to me what the hell happened, I was like, whew, that's a relief. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whew. I did it for the pod. Well, Foo, looks like she had an equally as bad an experience the day before we moved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. She's well, yeah, I mean, you, you didn't have to uh, you didn't have to move a, a madman's refrigerator. <sighs> With him just screaming at you the entire time? No, he wasn't screaming. Pivot! Pivot! No, I was the one screaming that. Pivot! <laughs> Pivot! <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> this fool got mad. Will you shut up? <laughs> My shirt. Yeah, that was a lot of uh, that was a lot of screaming. Uh, it was great. It was a great, was, fun time. God damn, I hate you guys so much. <laughs> I was Winnebago man. Shut up, a bitch. <laughs> the whole time. time. The whole time. <laughs> it's okay though, because we are giving the foo, you know, good ribbons, good ribbons, getting our getting our you know jabs in. Mm -hmm. Especially when we we're putting over, we we're putting over the mattress cover on one of his mattresses, oh, and God. he's just like, "How do you do it, Foo?" I'm like, "Foo, you just slide it on over like a condom." Yeah. Or, this guy said, "Like a condom." <laughs> I'm like, "Wait, Foo, he won't, he wouldn't know anything he about know, that." Yeah, he, <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't know anything about that. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> yeah, what is this prophylactic? Yeah. So I uh, guess I should have chosen my words better, but. <sighs> Um, fucking Foo, I swear to God. Jeez. But you know what, Foo's? Uh, there was something good to come after the the disastrous weekend that we all had. Let us get the <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because Suicide Squad came out, Foo's. Yeah. Oh, yes. That's right. James Gunn's Suicide Squad, mm -hmm. which was a, a soft reboot, if you will, of the other David Ayer's Suicide Squad. Which we shall never speak of again. Let's not. This is this is now the suicide. This squad. is the bar. This that is has the bar. Been set. Yeah, he, yeah. He, this is. It was by far one of the best, if not the best, DC movie that has come out. Especially in a, in a long time. In a long time. I think since Joker. Joker was one of the. Well, actually, uh, okay. no. But inside of the universe, in, I would yeah. say. 
since the first Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. The first Wonder Woman. The yeah. first Wonder Woman. Shazam was good, but I think this definitely beat Shazam. Right. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. oh yeah. Hands down. I mean, you can see the masterpiece that James Gunn, you know, had from the get-go. I mean, opening scene, we see the new <laughs> revamped Suicide Squad. You know, um, it starts off with Michael Rooker as Savant. They pull him out. You know, and then we get introduced to all of the new uh, team members. Mm-hmm. There is Blackguard, played by Pete Davidson. There <laughs> is uh, Weasel, which played by a weasel, played by a weasel, <laughs> um, who is actually no. Sean Gunn. Uh, no way! Yeah, Sean, what? James Gunn's brother does. Uh, Sean Gunn does all the motion cap for James ah, Gunn movies. Okay. He actually does the motion cap for Rocket <laughs> Raccoon. So that's oh, why sick. you saw him oh. in like those cast photos uh, when Endgame was coming out. It's because he's the one that does the motion cap for Rocky mm. Raccoon. Nice. Um, and, uh, you know, we see we see, uh, we see see Weasel coming out there. We also see Javelin, played by Flula Borg. That's right. And uh, Flula. we see Captain Boomerang make his appearance again from the first one, played by Jay Courtney. And we see an alien like, orange lady named yeah. Mongal. Uh, they, you know, they allude to, they don't know if she's a god or if she's a space alien or whatever the hell she is. Yeah. And then Fu, one of my favorite, one of my new favorite Suicide Squad members, Mr. TDK, Fu. Yes. TDK. TDK. The best one. All led by <laughs> none other than the great and incomparable Colonel Rick Flagg, played by Joel Kinnaman. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you see Harley come in. And I love the interaction between Captain Boomerang and Harley, because it really feels like the comic or like the anime where he's like, what you doing back, Hals? Yeah. And she's just like, oh, I got road rage in a bank. (laughs) (laughs) I'm back. Uh, Oh, man. And then the whole scene of them in the actual plane, like talking back and forth, Captain Boomerang, like talking shit, like all these young guys, these guys are walking dead meat, you know, and Mm -hmm. going back and forth on uh, TDK's nickname. And yeah. I liked I like that with Flula. What does TDK stand for? <laughs> it's me. It's, it's my name. It's Your my name. name is letters. Oh, all names is letters, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, oh, it was so good, so Nathan good. Nathan Fillion. Nathan oh, Fillion. So good. So then they land on this beach, and they, you know, what's funny is in the background. I love this too. Is that they had actors like Steve Agee, um, you know, being those guys in the in the chair. Yep. And they were taking bets on who's the first one to bite the dust. Because <laughs> apparently it happens a lot with these Suicide Squad missions. A lot. A lot. And you expect that because, yeah. again, they wouldn't be called the Suicide Squad for nothing they're, if right. they yeah. didn't have a high fucking they're mortality disposable. Rate. Yeah. And that's that's how they're supposed to be treated. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we we see well, everyone else dive in, you know, perfect, perfect execution. And then comes Weasel. Yeah. And immediately starts panicking and drowns. (laughs) Right off the bat, they even point to it like, did anyone check to see if Weasel could swim? (laughs) Nobody says Savant pulls him out of the water. D.O.D. Just declared dead. So then they go on. And then we end up finding out that Pete Davidson, Pete Davidson, the piece of shit that he is, Fucking sold out the Suicide Squad, foos. Yeah. And you know what? He got shot in the face. Right in the face. Right in the face. And technically, he was the first one to die. Um, Yeah. Don't we like him now, though? Now that he's trying to get better? He's not as annoying. He's not as annoying. He's not. He's still still annoying. I'm not saying he's not. But he's trying, though. He's Mm. trying. Yeah. Okay. 
right, I'll give the guy a chance. Okay. I'll give the guy a chance. Uh, but then you see, you know, they're surrounded by the Corto Maltesian army. Um, they're all firing at them. Harley shoots off a freaking bazooka. Captain Boomerang slices a couple of guys' heads and necks off with uh, with his boomerang, which was pretty dope. You know, I liked how it lit up and yeah. like, you could see it sliced. Then that's when shit starts to hit the fan foos because just because, like, the way that the beach was surrounded, it's like, okay, there's really no openings for anything. Mm -hmm. And only because six soldiers moved up five extra feet, they felt that this was the perfect time to unleash the detachable kid, TDK. <laughs> and what that meant was literally this dude's just pop arms, just pop out of their <laughs> sockets and float towards these people. And it just becomes a freaking three stooges skit at that it point just, just, just start smacking smacking them, them pointing them poking them in the eyes slapping them around <laughs> and i love it because you just hear harley what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> it was just so weird it was so so weird and then mongal because she's a space warrior decides i'm taking down the birdie which was alluding the to the helicopter yeah yeah, that wasn't a good idea. Uh, because as soon as she takes it down, it goes out of control and it immediately just like slices up almost half of the army. Yep. It slices up a bunch of bamboo trees that in turn shoot darts, like bamboo darts at Captain Boomerang, <laughs> pretty much killing him. Right. And then you see the helicopter come from right behind him and boom, it's just... It's Everybody's just dead. Boomerang sushi <laughs> at that point. Everyone just starts dropping like flies. You see Flula Bloor get shot up, sprayed. You see TDK's arms getting shot, and he's in the back writhing in pain. Ah! Ah! <laughs> you know, you know what I uh, like about this is that it, it sets the tone for the movie that it's going to be a very fast-paced movie. It just gave us like what fifteen to twenty minutes of just disposable characters. Oh yeah, but it's but it's set like it was important for all that to happen for the rest of the movie to continue the way it did. Yeah, because you we see a savant like the entire time he's really just looking at everything happen, and then he runs away. He bitches out. He bitches out, and because he's going off mission. That pretty much is the uh, go-ahead to just start blowing heads. Yep. And that's exactly what Waller did. She blew his head off, and then immediately after that, opening credits start. Um, mm -hmm. We find out that there's a Team B, and Team B is at the South Northern Beach. They arrive perfectly safe. No one's there. And then you find out it's the Suicide Squad. It's yeah. the, yeah. Yeah, and then it goes to the whole opening sequence. I like the opening sequence. Very classic James Gunn, mm -hmm. mixing in good music with the actual editing in the film. Awesome. Uh, and then, you know, it goes to three days later. You find out that's how they... You find out how the actual Suicide Squad gets brought to, brought together. And the reasons why, And too. the reasons why. Um, it starts off where you see Idris Elba's character. Um, what's his name? Uh, something Duvo? Dubois? Dubois. Sure. Yeah, something Dubois. I forget the first name. Bloodsport. Yeah, Bloodsport. He, he plays Bloodsport, a mercenary who... Pretty much makes a weapon out of anything. He can shoot and he's deadly with anything in his hands. And mm. his suit is crazy because every single piece of it turns into a weapon. And, like, you can combine them together and make a huge-ass, like, gun and stuff, as you see later in the movie. That helmet, though. Yeah. That Ooh. was dope. That, that was, was a nice, so, like... so good. It looked like a, a Halo helmet. 
Yeah. yeah. Like one of those Halo versions. And not to give anything away for the rest of the movie as far as that goes, but we find that the the main reason that Amanda Waller is so serious about this whole mission is the that giant fucking starfish. Yes, Foos. Yes. we. It's called Project Starfish. Mm-hmm. And the whole purpose of the Suicide Squad is that they need to go to a science facility called Jotunheim. Jotunheim. Where this, this monster pretty much, you find out, has been kept and they're trying to use it as a weapon of mass destruction yeah uh and then you know we round out the the rest of the suicide squad with uh chris smith aka the peacekeeper played by none other than john cena it was really hard to see him you know you couldn't really see him him. it's just hard man i was like who are they talking to yeah he was in this movie i you saw bullets flying from from me could have fooled me crazy crazy stuff uh and then uh, the next scene we see other than our new lovable big oaf of the movie, none other than King Shark, played by yeah. Sylvester Stallone, and <laughs> God, he was he was the Groot of this movie. Yeah, he was, but a more violent Groot, oh, I yeah. would say. Oh yeah, hands down, way more violent. Um, then you see Cleo, I forget her last name, but she's Rat Catcher too, the little mm-hmm. girl that controls rats. And then we see one of our. Our favorite actors in in comics in general is Mr. Dave Desmalkian playing none other than Polka Dot Man. Yeah. And who started the DC universe, by the way. Yeah. Really? Yeah, he was actually in Dark Knight. He was the the soldier that remember Tarvi Two Face took in the ambulance and was uh. like threatening? That's oh him. right, right. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. been in so many other movies That's too. Right. He's been uh he was actually Abracadabra in the Flash. He was in the Ant-Man movies. Um, he was in Gotham. Uh, he was some scientist in Gotham in there that brought Jerome back to life. That's right. Uh, he oh, this, this dude's been in fucking everything, man. Yeah. And goddamn, yeah. So good. So good. Uh, so He does look menacing, like a quiet, menacing character. Yes. He plays that well. Does. He does. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Very much so. And then... Uh, <laughs> it's funny because you see all these other villains too. You actually see Calendar Man played by Sean, Sean Gunn again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, I don't know. What did he say to Cal, uh, to Polka Dot Man? Hey, Polka Dot Man. I don't uh, remember. I don't remember. You fucking pussy. <laughs> you just start laughing for no fucking reason. Just bullying him. Just bullying him. It was, it was pretty funny. Uh, and yeah, throughout the, the whole rest of this movie is great because it's serious it, they like they have serious moments, but then they there's levity. There's moments of levity within it, um, specifically like with Nanawe, King Shark. Mm-hmm. Um, overall, I think this movie. Uh, I'm gonna start with my rating first on this movie. I'm actually gonna give it a nine out of ten. Mm-hmm. It's ninety percent, hundred percent. Like it's just a great movie. Great movie. Yeah. It, it, I I cannot wait to see more out of James Gunn. Um, but goddamn, he he really saved the DC Entertainment Universe for sure. Yeah. Foo, what about you? Give it an eighty nine percent. Oh. Yeah, eighty nine percent. Yeah, only because there are other movies at ninety that are better. So I didn't want to like step on them on them toes there, Foo. Ah. So, uh, but it was it, it deserves a good rating, and eighty nine is what I'm I'm going with. All right. All yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Stief. No, I'm gonna agree with Josh. Mm-hmm. 90 yeah, 90 mm-hmm. i'm gonna do 90 yeah it was a solid movie it was good it was solid yeah yeah you know i think if you if you were to uh watch the movie in its entirety you would have given it that extra one percent oh oh foo, yes that, that is a good I saw that the is movie. a good criteria i saw yeah, i don't know what you're alluding sh- to sure there, foo, sure 
you know, we'll look at the uh, we'll look at the scoreboard. Yeah, we'll look at our scoreboard. You guys need to go straight to hell. That's what you need to do. There's video proof. Straight to hell. Video proof. Yes, Foo. She sent it to us, Foo. Fuck you guys. Yeah. (laughs) You got got. No. No. It's the information information age, Foo. It it was just a couple of seconds. I was resting my eyes. That couple of seconds could have given it that extra 1%, Foo. Yeah. You just don't know. Fine. I'll watch it again. All right. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. I'm down. I'm totally down. But Foo's, you know what? This isn't the end. This is not the end of the villain villain verse for James Gunn. All right, what to do now? Uh, because the next series that will be coming up is none other than Peacemaker oh, by shit. John Cena. And he's going to be the leader of that? He's going to be the leader of that. It's going to be, according to James Gunn, it's going to be more action-packed than Jeez. the Su- Suicide Squad movie. Um, Sick. And he said he's not done with potential other Suicide Squads. Uh, he liked... He was given the option of either doing like a Superman movie or another DC like superhero movie, and he cho- chose Suicide Squad because he thought that would be the most fun. Because you literally could just take these B movie characters or see. But he he's done yeah, it already with Guardians, with Guardians of, the of the Galaxy, so he knows the formula. He's like, dude, we could just bring them in; they're interchangeable at this point. And the medium of Suicide Squad really lends to just. You know, all right, where's the next guy? Next man up. Yeah, you know? yeah. We need an origin story between Bloodsport, you know, piercing or putting, yeah, Superman. In the ICU. Oh, putting him be, into the yeah, ICU. Yeah, yeah. Are you guys familiar with anything like that in the comic books? Well, it is known that, I mean, it's obviously known that kryptonite is Superman's weakness. Yeah, but. But there have been, there have been cases like where he's been shot by kryptonite bullets. Okay. Um, Lex Luthor's done it. Uh, Parasite in the uh, Justice League Legion of Doom, mm-hmm. the Doom animated uh, series he does it in there okay batman actually has a bullet yeah. of kryptonite just waiting for superman just in case shit goes down yeah he has those knuckles too that he carries yeah. with him and mm. he's used them several times yeah <laughs> yeah so it, it's not out of the realm of possibility for something like that especially if they're trying to portray idris's uh elba's character Bloodsport as that type of and i like that they sprinkled that specific detail in and it's not giving anything away because it was in the trailer mm-hmm. uh but i like that they have already kind of given you the sense that all right superman is we can easily assign this to superman mm-hmm. amanda mm-hmm. you know but he's currently in the icu because of this character that's gonna now that we're sending in to take care of this giant starfish mm-hmm. and and yeah. they are actually adversaries. Um, Bloodsport first appeared in Superman Volume Two, mm-hmm. uh, Number Four, in April of nineteen of eighty seven. Um, so they would, uh, dude. I could totally see that. That'd be so so Sick. dope. Yeah, but yeah, it's a great movie, guys. Mm-hmm. I you know you definitely should go out there and give it a watch. It's worth it. Yeah, man. It's worth it. Well, uh, well, something else I wanted to discuss was the uh, the renewal for six more seasons and fourteen movies for South Park. Son fourteen of a bitch. movies. Fourteen. How long are these movies going to be? I don't know, God but I I, damn. I don't know if they're going to be like um, long episodes. You know how like they've been doing like, like the thr- pandemic special, like yeah, stuff like that that can easily just be a movie. They yeah. can just do shit like that. And call it a, a movie, straight to TV movie, and just cut it into three. And now we just got three episodes of South Park, which they've done. It's not like they haven't done shit like that before. Aren't they also doing video games too? Yeah, they're going to be uh, coming out with another video game. Um, these guys are going to be busy. They've secured their income for the next 20 something years. I mean, with, with all these properties, I mean, six more seasons, 14 more movies. 
and then video games. They, you don't have to do that. You don't have to release those back to back. You know, you can Foo, spend your time on those. They bought Casa Bonita. They are. Uh, are they? Uh, did they officially do it now? I think they, Last I heard that they well, were just uh, looking into it. I'll check in. I'll check in All on right. that. But I thought that the sale was final. Was finalized. Let me look it up. That is that is fucking sick. That is sick because we've been to Casa Bonita <laughs> and uh, we've talked to the our waitress that night uh, told us that they frequent Casa Bonita at least when they write a new episode or they have a, no uh, after Book of Mormon they yes. would they would go to Casa Bonita and take the staff and all the cast members and shit like that to Casa Bonita to eat. Mm. Yeah, they had that like their specific little booth like this yeah. little gazebo that they would. That, I guess that's where they wrote Book of Mormon. Oh, okay. So Casa Bonita reserves that for them. Like whenever they come in, they automatically can. That's their spot. And I can imagine that that's about the same time that they wrote that episode that features Casa Bonita. I bet. Yeah. So uh, Trey Parker and Matt Stone are attempting to become the new owners of Casa Bonita, the beloved Colorado restaurant featured on their show in South Park. <laughs> um, according to Trey Parker, we want to buy Casa Bonita and treat it right. I feel like it was neglected even before the pandemic. Parker revealed Wednesday uh, to The Hollywood Reporter, um, the company that currently owns Casa Bonita, Summit Family Restaurants, filed for Chapter 11 mm. protection in Arizona on April 6th. Uh, so for the moment, a possible sale is in limbo due to ongoing court proceedings. Um, nonetheless, South Park are trying to make a deal work. Dude, if they make this, they better make it like South Park themed where they change the look to make it look like they did in the show. Which isn't a lot. It's not going to take a lot. No, not at all. They can have the characters even be a part of that. Yeah. Like <laughs> catch, yeah. catch Cartman before he goes over the waterfall. It can become their <laughs> theme park, a South Park <gasps> theme park. I mean, dude, it's so big. It already feels like when you're in line, it already feels like you're getting on the ride to like the log ride or something. Yeah, it's it, the place is so huge. Yeah. They could totally make it an indoor theme park. I want to go there. It's, well, just don't eat, but yeah, go there. Yeah, the food was awful. (laughs) Yeah. But we were so hungry and super stoned. The fear was alive and well that night. It was the worst night for all of us. This is not going to go through us (laughs) without a fight. (laughs) We lost your cousin Ed immediately after coming back from the restaurant because he had to go back to the hotel. He wasn't going to make it. Yeah. Yeah. Did not sit well with him. Yeah. But I mean, great, great ambiance. Great experience. Yeah, the experience. Experience was amazing. Yeah. Were the cliff divers there? Oh yeah. yeah. <gasps> yep. Wow. That yeah. Black Bart's cave. Black Bart's cave. While you're standing in line, you just pass right by. They had the monkey, nothing. monkey running around, and the the catchers are, are trying to catch it. It was so weird. <laughs> was, nothing was, makes sense. Was, it was just like so. There's a monkey. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Oh yeah. god. Yeah. It was. Oh, love them. Love yeah. them. Well, I'm excited. Huh? That means they're not going away anytime soon, and oh, uh, and I don't think that they've uh, outwarmed their welcome. You know, I think we still want more South Park to happen. It's just don't make it so weird as they have been trying to be. They were trying to get themselves canceled. That's yeah. why wasn't there the they, whole season? Yeah, they, there was a whole season. Hashtag cancel South Park, and they were just kind of at the point where it's like, why keep doing it? But I think because of the the pandemic specials when they released them they found like all right like let's new rework footing. this again yeah. we can we can start kind of over 
So I, I think that's what it lended itself to. And then the games themselves are great. Like the fractured butthole. Yeah. I think you guys watched me play that. Yeah, yeah. it was so ridiculous. You actually go to the strip club and you're fighting against <laughs> the, the big black stripper with the big tits. And <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that. Uh, boss level kind of thing. Oh, yeah, she's like the boss. She's like the boss of the fighting thing. It's it's such a little great game. Fun fun yeah. uh, time waster. Yeah, I can't wait, Foos. Um, actually, so I have one last story uh-huh. for you, Foos. Yeah. So, are you guys familiar with the uh, the superhero esque movie called Chronicle? No. Yeah. It starred Michael B. Jordan yeah. and Dane DeHaan. Uh huh. Um, it pretty much followed three guys in high school that came upon this meteor that crashed in like this cave, in right the, underground yeah. cavern. Yeah. Thing that they go into. And one of the kids, he he's just like filming it on the camera. So good. You haven't seen Chronicle? No, I haven't seen it. It's like Blair Witch. You know, Blair Witch Project style, it's where shot. it's all shot from a single camera. Yeah. Um, but and it's so good. Yeah, these guys are just complete strangers. Well, two of them are cousins, but one of them's the most popular guy in the high school, which played by Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. And they all bond over this experience, and they get these weird, like, telepathy powers that eventually, like, it shows the whole, the whole movie is just them becoming overwhelmed by these powers. Mm-hmm. And Dane DeHaan character is, like, becomes psychotic. And becomes himself the villain of the whole thing. Yeah. And it's, uh, if you guys haven't watched it, watch it. Because, good news, Foo, we're finally getting a sequel what? to the original. With the same character? No. Ah! Uh, so, uh, Chronicle 2 will be going in a, it's going to be a direct sequel to the first one 10 All years right. prior. Yeah. And now it's going to be told by three females. Mm. You're going to have three females going through the same thing. Right. They haven't described any detail on what exactly will be happening, mm-hmm. but so far it's just going to be three females that are going to be the next generation of the power possessors that we're going to see corrupt. So it, again, watch the first one, Chronicle, because that's going to give you a great idea of what to look forward it's to. It's really well one. made. I really enjoy the shit out of Chronicle. And that's what gave me, you know, Joshua, Joshua Trank. Josh Trank was the one that directed that. And I actually gave me hope for that Fantastic Four movie. Mm. But then when I saw the Fantastic Four movie, I just hated myself. I'm just like, why? So you don't recommend it? I don't. I was just going to do it just to say that I hate it because for a legitimate reason that it really sucked. Do it, Foo, but just don't do it when you're sick. Um, Because I did it once when I was homesick and it made me sicker. All right. It made me sicker. Will do. Yeah. So, uh. You guys got anything else for geeking out, Foos? Nah, man. I no. think uh, we've covered quite a bit. Um, yeah. All right. Well, everybody stick around for the joint report. We'll be right back. Nerd! Are you on weed? Give me some. I'll smoke you two under the table. The joint report is brought to us by High and Dry, the best THC infused bath towels. Get yours today. Don't forget to bring it down. That's right. That's right. Uh, well, let's see. On tap today, I wanted to talk about uh, something that's uh, been brought to light as far as uh, it's being used in the world's first brain tumor trial. It's called Sativex. Sativex? Sativex. Sativex? Is it Sativex? Uh, what are we landing on here? Sativex? Sativex. Or Sativex? Sativex. Sativex? Sativex. Ah, yes. Sativex, the cannabis oral spray, has been chosen to be used in an upcoming study uh, in treating the aggressive type of cancer learned, uh, known as glyboblastoma. 
the Brain Tumor Charity, an organization that seeks to increase research to find cures for brain tumors, is asking to raise 450,000 pounds to fund the Sativex trial, which will be led by Professor Susan Short of Leeds University. So she quotes, uh, there's a quote on her that says, we think that Sativex, Sativex? may kill glioblastoma tumor cells, and it may be particularly effective when given to temozolomide chemotherapy, she said. So it may enhance the effects of chemotherapy treatment in stopping these tumors from growing, allowing patients to live longer. That is what we want to test in the study. Now, let's, before we get excited, let's just remember what she just said. And no, no study has taken place, but the fact that the funding is already, uh, the efforts are already in place for it to go down, it looks like it'll include a recruitment of 232 patients early next year, 2022, that are chosen from approximately 15 different hospitals and cancer centers in the UK. So uh, this is going to study the effectiveness, and researchers will administer two-thirds of the patients with Sativex, Sativex, and the remaining one-third of a with a placebo so um after it's been approved and it's been approved ever since 2009 i think they were just waiting for funding to come about to reach their goal funding mm. um it, this this product sativ sativex Hansel? contains both Hansel? thc and cbd and using the entourage effect it has proven to be potent medicine it's already been used uh, for patients with multiple sclerosis. The medicine is also known for its ability to reduce pain, inflammation, and anxiety. And we've already known that for a very long time about, um, about weed. So uh, I'm excited. I'm optimistic. I hope that it does what they hypothesize, you know, and they get the, some good enough um, uh, information for them to be able to, if not, if, if not cure, at least treat these patients that have it mm -hmm. um another part of this article here uh, says that sativex is a potential savior glioblastoma is considered to be a common condition one that is devastating for patients like stephen lee stephen lee is somebody that um that they i guess tested on let me see if i can find why he is relevant in this he has he has that he has that cancer i'm not gonna find it um <laughs> he participated in the early phases of the trial conducted in 2015. uh what he what i found here that says uh from him it says my diagnosis was very sudden and was one of those days you never forget having bad having had to leave work early with a severe headache and stabbing pain in my right eye my wife insisted that we go straight to the hospital after what my brother had experienced because his brother had the same thing mm. um and so he's going to be somebody who's who's going to be taking this and uh, among some other folks. So be on the lookout for a follow up on that. And the other thing I wanted to talk about was these other weird things that are coming out of the uh, weed community. And uh, by that, I mean uh, the, the weird. It's not just THC CBD anymore. Like there's THCV, CBN, CBG. All these other things that are coming out of the weed world. Sound like channels. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I didn't have that on my cable package. <laughs> but Damn I'm, you, Hulu. But I'm glad to have it. <laughs> um, so this article tries to explain some of the products coming out. Like, for example, some are claiming that they can be used for energy and weight loss. 
Um, cannabis and weight loss don't usually roll off the tongue together, but there's one compound in the plant that acts as a stimulant by increasing energy while decreasing hunger. This amazing cannabinoid is THCV, tetrahydrocannabivarin is what it stands for. So how does THCV work? Unlike THC, which turns on the CB1 receptor, causing the release of hunger hormones, THCV turns off the CB1 receptor, suppressing the appetite. Uh, the scientific study found that CHTV works in a similar way to pharmaceutical anti-obesity drugs with a far less risk of the side effects. Research shows that THCV also alters brain connections to help control food intake, holds promise in the treatment of diabetes, and appears to reduce addictive behaviors. Oh. So, shit. I mean, and it's you can just get it. I mean, if you're in a state that is, where, you, you know, the purchase of uh, THC products is legal, you can go into a lot of the more sophisticated dispensaries and find this on their shelves. I mean, I, I saw a little bit of this in the uh, grass store menu. Mm -hmm. I saw some, you know, it's not just THC, T CBD products, but you get some variations with some of the tinctures that they have there. Also, um, you sh when you shop around for CBD products, what's that website that you go to? CB Distillery? Yeah. There's a lot of that, too. It's not just CBD, but there's other they have C uh The CBG. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's what I we have in, like, powder form, right? Yeah. You can do it. You can do a few lines of that. <laughs> You're supposed to use it when you cook. Oh. Are you been doing lines with <laughs> Please fit. Don't do that. <laughs> cannabis and weight loss. All right. Well, cannabis and weight loss, uh, like I said, uh, it's not normally put in the same sentence. But if this actually works, man, I want to give it a shot. Because, you know, uh, I'm a victim of getting the munchies after uh, some consumption. And if, you know, you can just uh, spray your mouth with something like this, why the hell not? I concur, food. But anyway, I wanted to brag about Grass Store a little bit too, man. And if you go to foobarshow.com and click at our banner at the very bottom, you can get 30% off of your first time usage of Grass Store if you go to Grass Store uh, to purchase your weed. Now, Josh, what did you buy on today's purchase? <laughs> I bought us some lava cake, uh -huh. which we tried before the pod. Delightful. It quite was, delightful. It was quite exquisite. Like, it was so smooth. To dab, it was a it was a concentrate that we dab. Mm -hmm. Live resin. It, it, it was kind of greenish, right? It wasn't like that yellow dab well, that you find. Actually, this was lighter. Like it was still green. It had a tint of green. Very, but a very yeah. small tint. It uh -huh. wasn't like a deep green that we you know we see mostly in like crumbles or like batters and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but it was a little clear. It was jelly. It was gelatin like. Yeah. So that's I love like resins that are like that because they burn so much cleaner. You don't get the you know accidentally catch it on fire most of the time because it takes yeah. a it takes a high heat to burn those mm -hmm. um so yeah it was delicious and then i also got the uh, super lemon haze which you also got as well mm -hmm. I believe. or sour lemon haze i believe i don't remember but <laughs> i don't know what it's called <laughs> but, i just know what it tastes like but i'll tell you right now if uh if i'm talking a little funny it's likely because of that uh i'm pretty high no and we've been doing this for what like an hour now I mean... Now we're 24. Food. <laughs> Pretty much. Shocked yeah. and appalled food. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, it works. I'll tell you that much. For, for those who dab, and you know, I'm, I'm mainly a dabber these days, uh, I only really smoke flour uh, when I'm around my bandmates. 
because they they usually have a pipe or a little bubbler on He hand. wants to pretend he's cool, guys. Yeah. I'm cool. But uh, but I bought some weed. I actually bought some flour for that reason. I didn't want to show up empty-handed at the you know the drum circle as as it is. Hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, I bought I bought this. Uh, I forgot what it was called, but it was a hybrid, and it had like 28% THC. And it smelled delightful, man. It was the, the packaging is really nice these days too, if, especially if you get it from like a, a legitimate provider. Mm-hmm. The packaging, not, it's pretty fucking elaborate, even like that lemon haze. Was that is that what it was? The lemon haze? Is that what we got? Lemon drop? Yeah. Sour uh, lemon. Sour lemon haze. Lemon haze. Yes. Um. Lemon cello. It came in this box <laughs> that I couldn't get open unless I use something sharp, and I'm like, well, I guess that's good for kids. But I want it now. <laughs> and the Child box proof. the box yeah. was recyclable, right? It even said oh, reusable yeah. like paper material. Yeah, I just throw it in the recycling bin yeah. and uh, pat yourself in the back. Kind of thing. You yeah. did it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I proceeded to smell my farts. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, but I you know, everything that's coming out of grass store is just legit as fuck. You know you're gonna get the product that you order and um, just be ready to be raped by feet by fees. Taxes, yeah. taxes, Josh. It's the finger thing means the taxes. Oh, taxes, the taxes. Uh, yeah. Gabagool. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of taxes here in California. Uh, upwards to 30% of the purchase where like your normal taxes would be something like eight Jeez. or nine. But foods, it's okay because it's legalized. We yeah. Pay our it's price, fine. fine. Yeah. That's we voted for it, so let's. I mean, foo, it, it beats getting stabbed in the behind the parking lot of a old carniceria. We'll let mean. the foo tell that story <laughs> one day, which he's told, but we'll let him yes, re- recount it at yes. some point. But God, I hope no one goes through that again. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, that was a scary twenty-four hours. Oh yeah. Yeah, he was bleeding out. All right. Anyway. Yeah, anyway. 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 Um, that's all I got for the joint report. Do you guys want to add anything else? Nah, foo. I'm just ready to smell. Well, we're not done yet. You got sports? Yeah. All right, let's do that. Smoke weed every day. Fubar Sports is brought to us by Nothing But Net, the official in vitro fertilization home kit of the Basketball Olympics. Swish. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Nothing Four, three. <laughs> well, Foos, you know, since you, you know, we opened with the uh, basketball reference, uh-huh. we got some good news in the Olympics because not only did the men's basketball team win the gold against France, Foo, we yeah. beat France. We beat the French. <laughs> we beat them. We told them, lay down your weapons, please. Is that a brag? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, at least in basketball. Oh, got yes, it. Yes, yes. Uh, so they're supposed to be good? They are very good in basketball. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, foo. That's where Tony Parker came from, foo. Could have fooled me. Uh, yeah, I He know. has no idea who that is. I know he doesn't. Anyway, anyway. Oh, Tony Parker. Seafood? You know, I know him as Anthony uh, Parker. Uh, my, so that's my bad. You know, it was <laughs> an honest mistake. Egg on my face, food. All right. Egg on my face. <laughs> Let's carry on. Well, foo. Yeah, yeah, US Team USA won the gold. They're bringing it home. Uh, this is, again, this is, I believe, the fourth time in a row Team USA men's has brought it back. Thank nice. God we have avoided the disaster of 04 when we only brought back the bronze. That is very disappointing for Team, team America. Folk World yeah. police. <laughs> Wrong team. Oh, oh, yeah. no. And uh, you know what, Foos? The women's team also won um, this past weekend. They beat Japan in yeah. the final. And, dude, they are just 
fucking monsters because they this is their seventh win in a row. And nice. two players on Team USA women's have five med- gold medals just to their names. None yeah. other than Sue Bird and Diana Taurasi, the White Mamba. Those two mm. are the most decorated basketball players in Olympic history. Damn. At five apiece. Oh, and yeah. It's like, God damn. And then to think about it, uh, Sue Bird is with Megan Rapinoe from the women's soccer, national soccer team, oh, who, right. who herself has like three gold medals um, as a soccer player and a couple of World Cups and a couple of World Championships. So it's like, dude, they're like the super couple when it comes to right? like gold medals and shit. Yeah, so God Gold damn, everywhere. Power to them, man. That's awesome. That's awesome. But yeah, I mean, Olympics were just, it, it ended. It's done with foos. It was a, it was a weird Olympics because there were no fans. I mean, we're, we're still in the middle of a pandemic. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's hard to believe, Yeah. you know, it would be normal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we had a lot of trials and tribulations, but, but foo, the one thing I think we can come away from this was that we need a morning talk show <laughs> with Kevin Hart yep. and Snoop Dogg. Yep, sure I didn't know we needed do. it. But goddamn, we need it. Fu. We sure fucking do. We need it. And, and Fu, yeah. you have some clips. I, the, uh, yeah, you highlights. sent me a link. Uh, now this is uh, Kevin Hart and Snoop Doggy Dog uh, talking about the equestrian uh, or the horse crip walking. So let's listen to a little bit of this. To prove how good we're getting and calling these highlights, we're gonna call a highlight code. The producers have pulled some clips from the Olympics, and we don't know what sport it is or what event it has to do with. We'll watch it and we'll call it like we see it. You know, I'm down for that. So let's do a cold call. Throw up one of those cool title cards. Pop up. Roll that clip. Okay. Two sets of Speedos. Okay, here we go. Maybe it's twerk. twin. It's twin. It's twerking. <laughs> Maybe some synchronized. I think it's synchronized. Is it synchronized? Yeah, they're doing it together. Synchronized. Okay. Here we go. Together. Right. Right. Okay, together. let's do it. One, two, three. three. You get it. Ooh, underwater, we talk right here. Good job, good job. And yeah, choking yep. the shit out yeah. of him. By the way, go. that was too close. They need to relax. Okay, that's enough. Yeah, all right, man. We don't hug okay. like that, homie. All right, we gotta man. turn sideways. That's enough, man. That was uh, synchronized diving. Okay. From the top of it, I didn't know what it was, though. I'll be honest with you. I knew it was synchronized diving just because they had the same drawers on them. I, when they were... I thought it was pop locking. I thought they was about to pop locking first. I thought it was a beat was about to drop. Ah, ah, ah. Ah. <laughs> okay, all right, that was the easy one. Come on, let's do another one. Horses, I like this. This is equestrian. This they is prancing. This, they prancing. call this equestrian. By the way, look at that horse. Did you? Oh, the horse crip walking, girl. You see that? <laughs> On the set. That's gangsters of up. Oh, look at this, girl. Oh, come on, man. This horse is off the chain. I got to get this motherfucker in a video. Girl. Oh, you see? Oh my God! Snoop said I gotta put the horse in the video. <laughs> the off the chain. I need that. Horse crip walking is officially in the Olympics. Man, you see that? Play it one more time, man. You gotta see that the intro play, walk was play cold. Play it one more time. Play, play it one more time so we can see it. West Coast. By the way, how did the horses get to Tokyo? What airline was it? Emirates. They fly That's the horses. On, they fly the horses on Emirates and the athletes on Southwest. You know the problem is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Do the horses get medals when they win too, or they don't get medals? That's a good question, Snoop. I've never seen a horse with a medal. 
Do they? No, it goes to the person on the horse, which should be changed. <laughs> he ain't did nothing himself. but just sat, sat on the motherfucking <laughs> went for the ride. Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't see that jockey do any type of crip walk just now. Just stayed on for the ride. <laughs> you didn't have your ankles taped. The horse did. <laughs> I demand for a horse to get the respect that they deserve, have the same bragging rights as the jockey. You start to hang a medal on these horses' neck, so when they get around the other horses, they can and show the other horse. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think a horse want to brag? I want to brag Jesus Christ. Man. And that's just them just bantering <laughs> back and forth like that. So funny. And you know, one of the things that I was complaining about earlier while we were watching these clips is that the fact that it's not on actual the main NBC channel, it's on oh, Peacock. It's on Peacock. It's on Peacock, which yeah. by the way, isn't doing as good as they were hoping it would do with people subscribing to it. It's pretty much free as long as you're cool with commercials, right? Yeah. It's essentially NBC, but you have to get the app. Mm -hmm. And I think I think the name is partially at fault for it, if you ask me. Yeah, they really didn't lend themselves to. Uh, they didn't give themselves too many favors with peacock. With peacock. peacock. It's yeah. like, what you call me? Yeah, fuck you up. Yeah. Peacock. <laughs> you showbird. Yo, man, you get that cock. You watch. You watching your shit on that cock. Why you? The wanna cock. Want to get punched, man? No, it's the cock. Wait, uh, it's I'm my whoa, abbreviation whoa, 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 for peacock. Whoa, whoa. I don't. I, I don't have that kind of time to oh, finish oh. saying the whole word. It's. It's literally just. A letter in. Yeah, cock. what are you watching uh, the Olympics on this year? I, I got it on the cock. I'm watching it on the peacock. Yeah. Peacock. Yeah. yeah, foos. Yeah, I mean, and that's not the only thing that's going on because we actually had the, we had two sets of Hall of Fame ceremonies this weekend. Mm -hmm. uh, we had the 2020 Hall of Fame, uh, which included Troy Polamalu with his luscious, luscious hair. <laughs> and um, that was for the 2020 uh, class. And then we had the 2021 class, who, which included none other than our, our favorite quarterback, Foo. Yeah. The quarterback of America, I dare is say. That who, is in, that who he is? And Mr. Peyton Manning, Foo. <laughs> Peyton Manning is the quarterback of America. Yeah. He's the coach of America, goddammit. And uh, he, he headlined today. And one of the biggest pieces of news that came out of this was that Tom Brady himself was going to be attending this Hall of Fame ceremony right. and be sitting with his, with Peyton Manning's family. Oh shit! And uh, you know he Peyton said he felt honored that Tom was actually going to be going. Um, and then Tom responded, "I had to make sure this guy was actually retiring and wasn't going to pretend to come back." <laughs> <laughs> and and Eli then said, "Don't worry, Tom. I'll save you a seat." <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! But oh man, if if you guys want to watch the clips, there's some some good speeches. Um, Troy Polamalu's speech was really good. Uh, I I'm going to be watching Peyton Manning's speech because it just happened uh, maybe like 10, 15 minutes before we started this. Okay. So I'll be watching this a little after. But yeah, I mean, Hall of Fame inductions are pretty cool. You get some pretty cool moments. Um, some teary-eyed moments, I should say too. There's always some. There are always some foos. There are always some. Mm -hmm. But. Hey, it's a fun time because these guys are legends now. They're cemented as legends forever. Um, other no um, notable Hall of Famers this weekend are um, Drew Pearson from the Dallas Cowboys, Harold Carmichael, uh, Philadelphia Eagles legend, um, John Lynch from he's now the GM of the Niners, but he was a safety for the Broncos and the Bucks during their Super Bowl runs. Um, Charles Woodson, a former Raider slash Packer. Uh, the infamous, you know, 
really known for the infamous tuck rule with Tom Brady that the Raiders fans ah, okay. bring up the tuck rule with the Raider fan. Man, they'll they'll talk your ear for an hour how it was it wasn't right. They should have won. We could have won the Super Bowl that year. Yeah, we just won. Of course, just won, Foos. And uh, Tom Flores, uh, Raiders head former Raiders head coach who won the Super Bowl, the first Latino head coach um, mm-hmm. to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. So it's very nice, very nice, Foos. <clears throat> Uh, and then last piece of news, Foo, last piece of news. And it's, you know, some people really won't give a shit about this because it involves European soccer, Foo. Ah. It involves football. Uh, with one of the uh, the greatest players to ever play the game. Nay, the greatest player to ever play the game, Ooh. Mr. Lionel Messi, is oh, finally yeah. done with playing with FC Barcelona. Oh, jeez. Uh, he, he announced today that he was officially be moving on from the club um, after spending 20 years with this club. Dude. 20 years? He came up under their U16 league um, team and mm-hmm. eventually just immediately as soon as he turned 18 was part of the pro league. And he's just been lighting it up ever since. Um, and really, you know, it's funny because last year he was really adamant about leaving the team. He didn't like the way management was working. Like they were just getting paying overpaying for mediocre players. And it didn't really help him. Like, you lost Neymar, which was their best, best player besides him, to PSG. And then this last year, though, he said he still wanted to stay. He was trying to rework his contract to even get paid only half to at least stay. But due to salary um, cap restraints with La Liga, they said nope. They have salary mm-hmm. caps? They, apparently they do. Um, I, I think they just started imposing it after oh, the whole uh, Super, Super League, League thing went down. Jeez, yeah. So, um, didn't you guys talk about this? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> and he he well, during his announcement today, he actually was crying. It was a pretty tearful uh, exchange yeah. for him. You know, wanting, twenty years. I mean, he wanted to retire uh, in with Barcelona, and honestly, I was hoping he would, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, c'est la vie, Fous. He's actually going to a new team I will be following. Um, they're actually a good team. It is Paris Saint-Germain, um, none other than PSG, where Kylian Mbappe and uh, Neymar Jr. are playing at right now. So you're going to have Leo Messi with Mbappe and Neymar on the same team. That's like creating another super team, at least for soccer. So PSG has a good chance of winning the, the cup, you know, winning it all next year. But goddamn, man, it sucks, and it's weird to see these great players on different teams. Like when I when you started watching Cristiano Cristiano Ronaldo Cristiano Ronaldo playing English, on, motherfucker, do you speak it? I can't even speak Spanish, apparently. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah that's right. that is uh, when he started playing for Juventus instead of Real Madrid, it was still weird because you you only ever saw him on that team, so. Uh, it's gonna be really weird to see him, but I'm gonna be watching because I'm a still I'm still a Messi fan, you know. So, yeah, yeah, foo. Right on. Yep. I think that's it for sports. That's it. Uh, yeah. Well, what about the what, what about the standing ovation that our new pitcher at the L.A. Dodgers oh, Stadium? Oh, I, I totally recently. forgot. There yeah, was man. so much sports, foo. Uh, you know, yeah, we actually had Max Scherzer. He pitched <laughs> against the debut man debut against the Astros, mm-hmm, no less, foo. Mm-hmm. And he How had appropriate. a masterful, masterful performance. It Ten was artwork. What he did. Yeah, foo. Yeah. And honestly, it's I cannot wait to see him again because. God damn, we're winning it again this year, Foo. It's really it looks like it. It sure as fuck looks like it. Well, These moves that they just made. Oh, man. They they made a hell of a difference because 
Albert Pujols has been hitting dingers almost every other night he's playing. Yeah, our like, uncle. Our Theo Theo Albert Fu, Theo yeah. Berto yeah. is fucking knocking them out of the park. And then our new acquisition, uh, Trey Turner, mm-hmm. he actually hit a home run his first at bat in, in you know in his first start. That's right. With That's the right. team, so yep. this team is just firing on all cylinders. We're gonna get Kershaw back it's in the September. time to do it. Yep. Uh, you know, we had a little bump on the road with the whole uh, Trevor Bauer situation. and Let's just forget about yeah, that. Yeah, let's just have him gone. He wasn't even here for that long. Anyway, no, and so. he was pretty pompous. He was pretty uh, pretty arrogant when he was here, talking, yeah. a lot of, talking a lot of shit. And you fucked it up, son. You fucked it up. Yeah, dude, but Scherzer, great performance. Um, so much so that, yeah, he ended up getting a standing ovation. And he even said, he's like, this is the first time I've ever gotten a standing ovation curtain for call. A, a curtain call yeah. for a pitching performance. And uh, to have it at Dodger Stadium, no less. One of the more, right now, populated stadiums in the United States, right? Yes. And it's one of the, I mean, it's one of the most iconic yeah. you know, stadiums in the United States on top of Fenway Park and Yankee Stadium. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, man, it's it's one of those legacy stadiums where a lot of these players like to have milestones at. Yeah. It's just like, oh, dude, I got to have a home run there. I got to have a, a no-no. I mean, dude, if you can have a no-hitter at Dodger Stadium, <laughs> fuck, legend. Yeah. Legend, dude. Yeah, uh, yeah man. It, I mean, remember Josh Beckett when he hit that had that no-hitter? Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. was amazing, like even just listening to it on the radio. I mean, baseball is such a great sport, and for the Dodgers to have this continued success for the last decade, it's amazing, and yeah. we're going to have it going forward. Yeah. No, yeah, I just wanted to touch on that, dude. I didn't want to let that get past us because that was a cool thing that I uh, I saw when I saw the highlights of his pitching throughout that entire game. It was pretty impressive. Yeah, Fu. Um, and you know what? That's not the only pitching the Dodgers added, Fu. They actually added former Astro Cole Hamels. Oh, is that right? To the team, so he's gonna be. Um, When's he joining? Joining the Dodgers. He already did? Yeah. He's in? Oh, he signed shit. with the Dodgers. I completely yeah. missed that. Wow. Yeah, he signed with the and Dodgers. And he's played already? already? Not yet. Ah, okay. I think he's coming out of the bullpen. He's ah, okay. getting he's... to it. Yeah, fool. Oh, my God. Yeah. 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 Let yeah. finish this. <laughs> Can I finish? Can I finish? Oh, my God. Can I finish? Okay. Why are you interrupting me? <laughs> you do not interrupt me! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm finished. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, that's going to do it for uh, for FUBAR Sports. Everybody stick around for the music highlights. Music Highlights is brought to us by Record Scratch, Jay-Z's new business venture of certified expungement law offices. Proud of that one, huh? Nope. All right. Good job. All right. Well, up first, let me get to... Uh, I'm, I'm pulling a Steph here, not being prepared. Wow, something. foo. All right. Number one. It's my oh. MO. <laughs> number one, there's this band that I've been checking out called Main Skin, and it's, it's spelled uh, well, M-A-N-E... S-K-I-N. But the A has the little circle above that. Do you know what that means? Uh, what does that do to an A? Because I'm not too familiar with that one. Anyway, <laughs> look it up. Mainskin. They have this song called Beggin' I wanted to play on the podcast. It's pretty good. It's kind of a slow burn, but I enjoy the shit out of it. So uh, check this out. Put your love in hand. Ah. 
didn't hide When I was king I played it hard and fast Like everything I walked away You want me then But easy come and easy go And it wouldn't So anytime I bleed you let me go Yeah, anytime I feel you got me, no Anytime I see you let me know But the plan and see just let me go I'm on my knees when I'm begging Cause I don't wanna lose you They're actually an Italian rock band that formed in Rome in 2016. Did you figure out what that little thing above the A is all about? So it's called an angstrom, and it's pronounced two ways, uh, as in an A-U sound, as if you're saying Paul, Uh or a double O sound, as in poor. So like... More, so Mornskin? Moanskin. Moanskin? Moanskin? Monskin? Mons? Ow. Ow or O? O. It's either Monskin. Yeah. The group's lineup consists of vocalists Damiano, David, bassist Victoria De Angelis, guitarist Thomas Raggy, and drummer Ethan Torchio. Performing in the, in the streets in their early days, the band rose to prominence after finishing second in the 11th season of the Italian talent show X Factor in 2017. Hmm. So uh, this song in particular came out back in 2017, but uh, it's finally making its rounds into the popular culture lineup. The Zeitgeist. Yes, the Zeitgeist as... Uh, as we know. Uh, the other band that I wanted to play was the Jim Carroll band. Now, this is uh, the song that I'm going to play by them. It's going to sound a little familiar. This song is called People Who Died, and we saw this in the uh, sequence at the beginning of Suicide Squad. So check this out. Jettison the clue, he was 12 years old. Fell from the roof on East 29. Kathy was 11 when she pulled the plug. 26 reds and a bottle of wine. Bobby got leukemia, 14 years old. He looked like 65 when he died. He was a friend of mine. Those are people who died, died. 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 They're all my friends. They just died. She broke in church. She let the gimmicks go rock. So they died of hepatitis in Upper Manhattan. Flying Vietnam, bullet in the head. Bobby OD'd on Drano on the night that he was wet. They were two more friends of mine, two more friends that died. So this song in particular came out in 1980. Back in 1978, after he moved to California to get a fresh start after overcoming a heroin addiction, he formed the band called Amsterdam, a new wave punk rock group. And uh, it was encouraged that he do this from his friend Patti Smith. He once shared an apartment with her uh, when they lived in New York City together. Um, and yeah, and then his, his, uh, a lot of his music became... Because he's also like a poet, a writer, and a musician. So he's been keeping himself busy, at least artistically, from all those fronts. And uh, 
Yeah. Pretty cool song to pick for that particular sequence when everybody was dying. Yeah, right. It was, it was I so thought. good. <laughs> so good. So edited. Well edited, yeah. too. And uh, last but not least, let's see here. Uh, this week in music history, the week in question is the week we're in right now because Charles Connor, drummer for Little Richard in Rock's formative years, dies at the age of 86. Now, Charles, for those who grew up around the Los Angeles, Orange County area and listened to a lot of Kevin and Bean, and Kevin and Bean would sometimes uh, talk to a lot of the staff that worked at K-Rock. And Charles was the security guard that worked at K-Rock for many, many years, often would come into the, stu- the studio, and uh, one of his lines was, just keep it funky now. <laughs> you would end all of those conversations with, oh, don't, don't forget, you got to keep it funky now. <laughs> and he would just say, just like that, uh, fucking character. He's best known as the drummer for Little Richard, like I just said, in... Um, Back in the 1950s, back when in those heydays, decades later, he became a familiar sight in L.A. as a security guard at K-Rock. Um, let's see. He established the choo-choo style of drumming heard throughout Keep a Knockin', one of the most uh, instrumentally influential songs in rock history. Uh, he was seen performing with Little Richard as a member of his backup band, The Upsetters, in, a, in the seminal rock and roll movies, The Girl Can't Help It. He was in that. Uh, Mr. Rock and Roll and Don't Knock the Rock. So all those movies that Little Richard was in, he was the drummer in the background uh, banging away at the drums. So uh, I wanted to play one of Little Richard's songs. Now, I, this one in particular, because it showcases the drumming and the choo-choo style drumming that this is referring to, it's uh, the legendary Keep a Knockin'. Aspen Rock and Roll was just a little baby, Josh. Oh, foo, but it was so, so good. Yeah, it was good, man. And, um, uh, you know, I, I saw in other articles when they were talking about, like, Little Richard and, and Charles working together, they often would have to overcome, you know, those uh, particular types of clubs that wouldn't normally let black folk in. Mm-hmm. And they tell stories about how to disarm the audience and the bar owners and the club owners, they would sometimes uh, put white powder on their face <laughs> and go in white face. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so that uh, so that they couldn't, in, in their words, threaten their way of life. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, they got theirs. At the end of the day, you know, they, they got their chance and opportunity to play and make new fans and uh, go up in the rock and roll ranks back in the 1950s. So... Uh, a huge kudos to Mr. Charles Connor. He will definitely be cemented in rock and roll history. And uh, and most recently, I came to know of him through uh, his appearances on the Kevin and Bean show on K-Rock here in L.A. Uh, in the morning. So 
R.I.P. my friend. And that's really all I had for you guys in the music highlights for today. So everybody stick around for what do we got here? Foo Facts. And Foo Facts, Foos, is brought to us by Fuckerin' Fuckatash, the new Western style brothel just outside of Vegas. <laughs> they definitely saw a putty tat there, didn't they? They showed sure did. Oh, they showed sure did. All right, well, who wants to go first today? I will go first. All right, what do you got there, Steph? I have to unlock my phone. <laughs> <laughs> why'd you why'd you request to go first i have olympics facts gold medals are mostly made of silver despite the popular belief that the gold medal is composed of pure gold this hasn't been the case since 1912 i never thought that i thought it was chocolate Today's <laughs> Olympic gold medal is an imposter made almost entirely from silver with approximately six grams of gold to meet the standard layout of the Olympic charter. The medals for a summer Olympics in Tokyo were made from 80,000 tons of recycled electronics. Plastic. <laughs> the Tokyo Games gold medal weighs about 556 grams, which means the Olympic medal, an Olympic medal made out of pure gold would cost close to $32,000 based on current market prices. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Well, that's a jip. Right? They just, I mean, there's two gold, silver medalists then. Still has gold in it. Still counts. Mm. Yeah. That's bullshit. But I know the truth. Whatever. Yeah. I'll take it. First place. So it's really just kind of the, the, the big, the meat of it is the plastics, the recycled stuff. Silver. And no, you said it was just made out of tons and tons of plastics recycled, recycled electronics. electronics recycled electronics but not a lot all electronics are plastic food. yeah the, I mean, there's gold I mean, in electronics right, we'll, we'll fact check as that a conductor for next, time. Well, for next time you're sitting next to mr for it over next here oh, sorry. time we'll have well then where's the copper hmm? Hmm? they're still mining it yeah foo. We, i knew this all day <laughs> <laughs> who's next <laughs> all right foo i'll go in the UK in uh, 2019, renewable energy generated more electricity than fossil fuels for the first time ever. Also, food, did you know Norway gets 0% electricity from coal and Germany has installed a one kilowatt, uh, installed one kilowatt of renewable capacity per person in the last decade oh damn so u.s we are behind mm -mm. yeah I, well what makes it difficult and i'm not apologizing for any of the fucks who aren't for you know renewable renewable energy but the uphill that we have to climb is the fact that this is such a huge fucking country you know and then to to get i mean to get 10 people or even three people to agree on pizza toppings is bad enough with you fucks winding pineapple on that, you you fuck. <laughs> you fuck. Sweet and savory. I don't care. I don't care. No. I, I mean, do what you will, but just don't put it in front of me. Okay. All right. Okay. Is okay. that understood? Okay, fool. Right. I'll okay. make myself clear. Okay. All right. I'm sorry. Am I next? Yes. The English word with the most definitions is set. Uh, 
According to the Guinness World Records, set has the largest number of meanings of any word in the English language, with 430 different senses listed in the 1989 edition of second edition of the Oxford English Dictionary. The word sets uh, the record with an entry running 60,000 words or 326,000 characters, and no other English word has come close since. God. Said it. Damn. And forget it. That's right. <laughs> All right, people, people. <laughs> All right. The Olympic torch relay is not an ancient tradition. The torch relay has its roots in the controversial 1936 Berlin Olympics. Carl Diem, chief organizer of the Olympic Games, conceived of the relay as a propaganda tool for the Nazi party <laughs> to showcase the supposed superiority of their Aryan race. Dang, we took it back. The relay passed through Greece, Bulgaria, Yugoslavia, Hungary, Austria, and Czechoslovakia, who would all succumb to the Nazi rule within 10 years. Jesus Christ. All right. God damn. All right. Foo. Yep. Here's one. Did you know that if a black hole were to find its way in our solar system, it would throw planets out of orbit and tear the sun to pieces? Nice. Sifu. So. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't. <laughs> I don't recommend it. I don't recommend it at all. Just don't. Just all leave right. the God particle alone, guys. Leave it alone. There's a lot to learn from it. Mm. Credence Clearwater Revival has the most number two billboard hits without ever hitting number one. I believe it. John Fogarty's Swamp Rock Band has the odd distinction of having seen more of its singles hit more uh, number two on the charts without ever hitting number one than any other musical act in history. Between March 1969 and October 1970, the band scored five number two singles on the Billboard Top 100, Proud Mary, Bad Moon Rising, Green River, Green River Traveling Band, and Looking Out My Back Door. But never saw one of its songs get to the top spot. No other act has topped this dubious honor since. I want to know. Have you ever <laughs> seen... Number one. Yeah. <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. What a feat. Mm -hmm. Athletes in the ancient Olympic Games completed in the nude. F -f 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 how sloppy was wrestling then? <laughs> oh wow! Well, they were and they were also oiled up most likely during that foo. So oh, Jesus yeah. Christ! Yeah. Why? Well, foo. The Greeks were. Uh... There's something else. There's no, something you should else, look man. That. I don't think they were oiled up. In fact, the word gymnasium comes from the Greek root gymnos, meaning nude. I'm sure I butchered that. Uh, as such, the literal translation for gymnasium is school for naked exercise. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Gym <laughs> class would have been so different yeah, for me. Yeah, way different. Yeah. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What could have been? All right. What could have been? 
All right, Fu, did you know that there is an ancient practice known as eye gazing, where whereby two participants stare into each other's eyes for an extended period of time? So when eye contact between two people is initiated and maintained, an invisible energetic circuit is established and it is known to induce euphoria, visions, past life experiences, and even remote viewing. Wow. From here, it is possible to reach a higher state of consciousness. The saying, eyes are the windows to the soul, <laughs> means much more, has much more meaning than we realize. Daryl, I looked into the windows of her soul, <laughs> and I said, "Bitch." You said it though, huh? You you said you said it. Yeah. Her. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, all right. Right on. Uh-huh. The dot over the lowercase i or j is known as a title or tittle. Tittle. It is thought that the phrase to a T is actually derived from the phrase to a tittle, a phrase that was used in the same sense dating back to the early 17th century. The first recording of the phrase is in 1607 play, uh, in a 1607 play called Woman Hater by Francis Beaumont and John Fletcher, in which the line reads, I'll quote him to a tittle. Hmm. Tittle. Tittle. It's titillating food. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Last round? Sure. All right. All right. Two athletes have won gold medals competing for two different nations. Daniel Carroll first won gold in rugby representing Australia in 1908 and then again in 1920 for the United States. Kaki, and I'm not even going to pronounce the last name because I'm going to butcher it, won his first gold medal in men's weightlifting competing as part of the United team in the 1992 Barcelona Games and later as a Greek citizen in the 1996 and 2000 Olympics. Mm. So you can switch. Hmm, interesting. I think you have to be... Dual citizenship, right? Yeah, and at least 50% of whatever nation you're going to be representing. Like, oh, like, like I'm half Filipino. Uh-huh. I don't have citizenship in the Philippines, but you know, if I did, I would be able to represent. I Got see. It. Mm. I see. Mm. Interesting. Mm. All right, Foos. Uh, did you know that in 1978, pilot Frederick Valentich and his plane disappeared in Australia? His last communication was Melbourne, that strange aircraft is hovering on top of me again. Two seconds, open microphone. It is hovering and it is not an aircraft. <gasps> Dang. Last known communication from it. Ooh, I just got the chills. Some UFO shit right there. Literally. Yeah. Tight. All right. Last one. Superman didn't always fly. (laughs) 
If you remember the old uh, saying that the original comic book Superman had, that he can leap tall buildings in a single bound, mm-hmm. uh, that's really what he was capable of. But then he had to come right back down to Earth because he didn't fly. Uh, it wasn't up until the 1940s when animators of the new animated series decided that it would be too difficult to routinely draw him bending his knees that it was decided that Superman could take off into the air. Readers got to see uh, smooth animation and the superhero gained a new power. Nice. Yeah. So nice. Uh, just because of laziness. It was the same. Yeah. Foo f- Remember the foo fact of the reason that um, a lot of Disney characters wear gloves is because they, were, they didn't want to keep drawing hands? Yeah. Yeah. It was just a lazy way to give them hands. Easier. Much. Yeah, way easier. <laughs> Faster. Yeah. But anyway, that's going to do it for today's show, huh? How, how <laughs> do you think it went? I think it went well, big guy. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. so cool. Yeah, we did it, team. Yeah, we, we did sure it. Did. <laughs> you fucks. Now, uh, as stated before, you know, help 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 a brother out. And if you've not enjoyed yourself a little grass store, go click on our banner at the bottom of foobarshow.com. It'll give you 30% off if you are a first-time user. And uh, go check out the Fallen Electric Band. So there's two shows coming up, just like I mentioned at the beginning of the show. I will be at... The Ontario Summer Concert Series opening up for a Beatles tribute band. We're going to be starting at 7 o'clock. We'll probably play somewhere towards uh, like 45 minutes. And uh, and that's going to be tons of fun. And I'm going to stick around for that Beatles tribute band because I love watching me a good Beatles tribute band. Mm -hmm. I've seen a few in my day and uh, all of them have been great. And I mean, uh, especially the ones that do the costume changes in between sets. Those are fun. Those are really fun to watch. Oh, yeah. And um, also on Sunday, the 15th, I will be uh, with the Fallen Electric playing once again. It's been too long of uh, our time away from Brewery X. And now they are finally allowing bands to play on their outdoor stage, which will be a first for us. Normally, we have the, the big stage and the indoors. And Josh, you've seen that stage. Oh, yeah, that's a nice Fucking place. huge warehouse of a place. Um, awesome. Yeah. Awesome brewery to go and to. And because you know we're in a pandemic, they're not having people kind of be inside so yeah. we're going to be in the outside stage where there's tables and chairs and a lot of food vendors and really really good beer really good beer you guys have had their beer right oh yeah it's oh great. fucking amazing it's a great time it's just fucking far it's <laughs> anaheim it's, it's not that far it's not far anaheim is far <laughs> it's a whole uh, other country it is really 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 nice place though and i'm excited to be back um and ooh, this is why I'm more excited. Uh, we uh, the band we recently made a purchase. We bought a PA, a new PA system, because my old one was aging out. Uh, we've have had it for like it's got to be. I've possessed it for the last maybe twelve years. It has been a part of my musical life because it was the PA that followed around the bar show way back when, in like. 2002 ish so it's easily like around 20 years old because not only that but my cousin's band the crusaders that used before the bar show (laughs) used it uh so it's well it's probably like a 25 year old pa and it's uh, you know it's kind of not giving us the quality that we want so this new pa it's way more powerful and what we did yes at yesterday's show over at boondocks in corona was that we plugged in all the instruments. We mic'd up all of the amplifiers, so and then we mixed them all together so that would be the music would be pumping out of the PA system and every, everything would be balanced. Dude, fucking chef's kiss. <laughs> it sounded so good, and we were able to pump everybody back out through the monitors so we can all hear what we're all doing. A lot of 
things that people don't know about bands, especially the ones that just play these small bars, if you're not like hooked up like that, and it does take time to set everything up, mm-hmm. but it's worth it because you are able to hear everything that everybody's doing all of the time. Uh, and you can really follow each other a little bit better that way. Um, and a lot of bands, I think maybe, I don't want to say take it for granted, but um, when we're rehearsing, you know, we're all in an enclosed circle. We're, we know what everybody's playing, but we're at, when we're actually lined up and then powering our sound in front of us without anything coming back to us properly, it's a little difficult sometimes. Mm-hmm. And you just have to hope that everybody is, you know, doing their part in, in, in what they did in rehearsal. So we're excited. That's uh, to us. It's a huge leap. In uh, in uh, perfecting our live sound, uh, to many it's pretty trivial, but we sounded we sounded pretty good. No, people, you you should have seen these guys. Yeah. you know, start playing with the PA system. Is it just imagine when like you're in, yeah. just imagine you're on a playground and you see this like group of kids just huddled in a circle and you don't know what they're looking at. Mm-hmm. It was the like, new radioactive man comment. <laughs> and then they're just like all gossiping with each other. Oh yeah, yeah, look at this. Let's let's try this knob. Let's try that knob. It's like as a kid when you had that pack of pokemon cards yep. booster cards like oh what'd you get what'd you get yeah. hold on hold on yeah. give me some space guys <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was exactly like that and uh yeah it's uh, it's the first step to many more additions that we want to make I mean, we want to get more lighting and we want to actually put on a show uh rather than just have four fucks just you know play music a mini stonehenge <laughs> That'd be sick. <laughs> That'd be so sick. If we got like a little stone head for no reason. Yeah. There's no reason. Just wheeled out. We got the dimensions just wheeled wrong. Out. <laughs> and it's only one. Yeah. So <laughs> what did he what did he forget to do? Why was uh he put inches instead of feet or something? Yeah. yeah. He put inches instead of feet. <laughs> it's so, all they, coming down. so they had to get a dwarf to yeah. go and jump in. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh jeez. <sighs> <sighs> Spinal Tap. One of the, oh, it's so underrated. Oh, <laughs> so underrated. Hands down, that whole group and their set of movies, like uh, yeah. Best in Show, um, A Mighty Wind. If you guys haven't seen A Mighty Wind, oh my God, that one is hilarious. Yeah. Especially yeah. Harry Shearer's character. So ridiculous. <laughs> so fucking ridiculous. Oh, so ridiculous. But so good. Great music too. Yeah. yeah. Great music. Well, anyway, just uh, wanted to bring it back around. R.I.P. Trevor Moore. I'm going to be watching way more white kids. Uh, Whitest skids. kids, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was. I was abbrevi- I'm abbreviating these days. White yeah. kids. Yeah, I'm going to go <laughs> watch some white kids. Just look outside your door. Yeah, the whitest kids, you know. <laughs> look at that. <laughs> be watching way more of that, um, and just catch up because that, that was that was pure comedy gold. Um, anything else you guys want to talk about? When, when can we expect the foo back so that he can explain himself, Josh? What do you think? <laughs> Most likely post December. Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> Get this guy on the line. <laughs> call him. Call him now. Uh, foo. We need like a bat phone that's just mainly for the foo, <laughs> so that way when we have situations like this, we call. Yeah. Foo, explain yourself. He wouldn't answer it. Yeah, still. At least we get the voicemail. All right. Thank you all very much for listening into the Foo Bar Show. Thanks for hitting subscribe and remember to rate, review, and tell your friends like a champ. You can always get in touch with us and get our merch at foobarshow.com. That's F-O-O-Barshow.com. And search F-O-O-Barshow on YouTube, Tumblr, Twitter, and Instagram. Check us out. Drop us a line and we'll fill it up like a couple of foos. Ah. I've been Josie. I've been Josh. And Steph. Signing off saying, don't be a dick.
clear. Two hours and 13 minutes? They don't deserve this. 